Welcome to the video game podcast. Or Pixel Quest. Or there was another name I was thinking about today. I asked my wife what she would name it, and I can't remember what she said, but it was really bad. <laughs> but it was mostly insults about us, like yeah. two douchebags on a podcast. I figured like, would be. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, our, our name is the Video Game Podcast right now, and if anyone has any suggestions on anything else, that's that, that name is fucking horrible. It's, it, pretty, it's pretty terrible. It's it's really bad, but we're very uncreative. We probably shouldn't <laughs> even be doing a podcast. That's how uncreative we are. Yeah. No argument. Like, there. who knows what the music is? I'm going to have intro music to this. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I just might make my own jingle. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Um, but anyway, this is a podcast where we talk about what we're playing, and we speculate. We don't talk about news. Um, no news. Not really, because no, we don't fucking know. No reliable news. No reliable news. If there's, like, interesting news, we'll talk about it. But mostly it's just talking about, like, what we've been playing and what we're looking forward to. And Oh, by the way, <laughs> this is how bad we are at podcasting. I'm Matt Rezac. This is <laughs> I'm John Durfee. co-dose is <laughs> John Durfee. Um, but, yeah, it's a podcast. I don't know. Yeah. should be fun. It's, it's bi-weekly. It comes out. Oh, who knows? Probably Wednesdays, most likely, because we're going to record on Sundays or whenever we can. It doesn't really matter, but it'll come out. It'll be fun. Um, yeah. So what have you been playing, John? Uh, recently, I've been playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I've been diving into ancient Greece. You know, it's a pretty good time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say this is the uh, by far the... Uh, game where you definitely want to play with the subtitles like they are i don't know if these accents are authentic or what yeah but uh the way they pronounce everything if you don't put some subtitles on you're not gonna know who they're talking about yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, like uh hippocrat what's his name uh hippopotamus no no <laughs> the doctor guy uh oh boy you're right i don't know so, all right, so Socrates, so for instance. Yeah. So he's in it, but he goes by um, Socrates, like is how they pronounce his name. Oh, really? Yeah, so like everything's pronounced really weird. Like uh, the, the guy that made the Hippocratic Oath, Hippocrates. Hippocrates? Hippocrates? Yeah, so they, they name it, they, well, the way they say his name is Hippocrates. Epicates or some shit like that. Like it's it's real weird. Like, cause, that and sounds then, dumb. And then every time you go to a different island... <laughs> They pronounce it differently. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're trying to pretend they have different dialects or something, but it's really annoying. But other than that, the game is super fun. Uh, I'm obsessing over it. Um, they really play up. So like in all the old games, uh, you know, they kind of talk about the first civilization a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, they never really dive into it. You know, they're just like, oh, yeah, there were these guys and some things happened and now you're killing priests or something. You know, like uh, this one, they're really trying to... Uh, to get into like who they actually were and like how things came about, you know. And I don't want to spoil anything for somebody that hasn't played, but uh, it's it's really interesting. Is it uh, <clears throat> so? How how much is uh, like the assassins' lore ingrained into it? Because so, Origins was like supposed to be the beginning, yeah. Barely, um, they, like it was even barely there. Yeah. Like, so there is no hint of assassin or templar at all. Uh-huh. I'm almost fifty hours in. And I haven't seen a one, <laughs> but oh, wow. uh, they have referenced. I know you're you're you talk about this every once in a while. Darius, 
assassinated Xerxes. Yes, Xerxes That's mentioned yeah. in the game. Uh, yeah, the so first hidden blade. Yeah, so they kind of talk about, you know, he's like the first assassin or whatever in the in the you know chronologically mm-hmm. or whatever. So they hint, they hinted that a little bit, but it's it's more. It doesn't really have to do with that. It's more about the first civilization and uh, you know what. And there's some hint at some like bloodline stuff. Uh, you know, I don't really know where they're going with that yet because they're saving that for Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, uh, they do kind of hint at the fact that uh, there's this this like cult. You know, there's always like some evil cult in the shadows in each game. Um, and I don't think that they ever become the Templars, but I think they're just like hinting at the fact that there's always people, you know, back even before the Templars like that the, were uh, trying to. Um, what do they call them in origin? I, I can't remember. I was just trying to. There's like the lizard and the yeah. gator. And the, <laughs> the gator. Rabbit. Yeah. Shit. I gotta remember. In this. Yeah, whatever. In this one, uh, they call it uh, the Cult of Cosmos. That's the name. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. But uh, other than that, like, honestly. I haven't even been messing around with the main story too much. I'm just having so much fun uh, exploring ancient Greece because I'm I'm obsessed with that, and uh, like just trying to find uh, different heroes, you know, equipment and stuff. I found the spear of Achilles today, so I was pretty pumped about that. That's uh, cool. Yeah, it's it pretty sweet. Um, I do another thing. It's it's weird that uh, so they're trying to be you know super accurate, you know, to a point. You know, it's all alternate history, so like mm-hmm. it's, it's not going to be you know no space aliens or anything, but. Uh, but the thing that drives me crazy is that uh, they keep calling each other like Greece in Greek, and that's not what they called themselves back then. They were the people of like Hellos or Hellas or something yeah. like that. So it's like, why would you get so specific with like the way they're pronouncing everything? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, that's weird. Yeah. So, but that's really. I, I assume like the the the, the pronunciations of, of stuff in a different like. Like, cause I remember in Origins, it feels like that wasn't there. Like everyone yeah. just kind of talked like just a regular dude, regular. Yeah. <laughs> like, which was weird in yeah, a way. No accents or nothing. But it sounds yeah. like they kind of swung a little too hard. They definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if, if they're accurate or not, mm-hmm. or if they were just like, hey, let's do these accents, yeah. you know. But um, that's really the only thing that bothered me about the game. Everything else, like it looks amazing. Um, um, boarding parties are back, which is always cool. That was something I missed. What? boarding part like when your ships like you can board other ships and like oh yeah, yeah. and do that yeah, yeah that's so cool. the naval combat's back a little bit not to the degree of you know black flag by any means but more than origins definitely more than origins i like the stuff in origins a lot um all the naval stuff was pretty cool it just wasn't there wasn't enough of it yeah know? that's it's kind of it's basically the same combat of uh origins but they just added on to it mm-hmm. to make it so that right. there's more mechanics involved you know? yeah. um uh, I've heard, I think it's Polygon, um, wrote a couple articles about how uh, grindy it is. Is it grind? And, and uh, it probably is, to be honest. Um, I just, like I said, I'm enjoying exploring so much because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, this is you know yeah. where the Battle of Thermopylae was. So I'm like nerding out, getting my you know history nerd on. But if you weren't super into that stuff, I could see that because it's a huge world. And like yeah. it's all little islands. So anytime you get somewhere, if you haven't had a, you know, if you haven't been there and had a fast travel point, here you are hopping on your boat and you're sailing across the ocean, you know, so uh, or the sea. So it it, it could definitely be grindy, um, which isn't a bad thing. Like I don't. I mean, we're gonna talk about a couple of JRPGs later. So like I enjoy grinding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as weird as that is, so like I don't necessarily think grinding is a bad thing. I think people react 
on that, especially if the game's designed to be grindy. You know, like um, I, I, th- I mean, there are things where I guess you can pay to make it go faster. Yeah, there's uh, they call them uh, was it shortcuts or something like yeah. that. It's in the store, so you can I think for six hundred helix credits, which mm-hmm. equals out to like eight bucks or something yeah. like that, you get a permanent uh, drachma, which is the money, and then uh, experience boost. So you can you can speed it up pretty fast if yeah. you want. Um, it doesn't really let you over level yourself, which is funny for as because there are a ridiculous number of side quests, and then uh, some of them are timed, you know, so they're just popping up all over the mm-hmm. time, all over the world. And I've done almost everything I ran into. I had to stop doing it because I was just spending so much time <laughs> in one area of the map. I was like, I have a whole world to go see. That uh, I had to just stop taking the the timed ones and just move on. Yeah. Because so I I platinum Assassin's Creed Origins and. The funny little story is um, I was probably 40 hours in, uh, 50 hours in, something like that. I think I platinum in 70 or 80 hours. But anyway, um, I hit the level cap. Yeah. So I was just fighting people and not getting any, any anything. Yeah. I was like, this is bullshit. So I bought the DLC specifically because it raises your level raises cap your by level 10. Cap. <laughs> I never played the DLC. I just wanted the level cap raise. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I think I'm 12 levels from the level cap already. Um, I'm not really sure how far through the story I am. It feels like I'm pretty far in the main story, but there's still, you know, half a dozen islands I haven't even been to yet. Is it so? Is it designed like Origins? Like I felt like Origins story was basically it was like the shadowy organization, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it was a shadowy organization, and it was like okay, there, there's we're gonna give you three targets. The Gator is in this fucking region. Uh-huh. The rat is in this region or blah 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 so it just seemed like the story didn't like it kind of it didn't i don't want to say it didn't flow but it it was structured in a way where you could kind of do what you wanted and Um, it still made sense you know what i'm saying like like there's a lot of open world games where it's like um you know like the old joke of uh zelda or somebody like it's like i need to go get this um, need to save the princess, but there's a chest over here. I fucking open real quick. <laughs> right. But I thought Assassin's Creed did a good job where it's like it seemed paced appropriately with how much stuff there was to do. Mm-hmm. So like, it, the game doesn't seem designed to like mainline it. You know. Yeah. Like if you if you want to mainline Assassin, you shouldn't be playing it. Right. You know. Yeah, it's definitely it's, made, it's not that. It's definitely made to be explored anymore. Um, it's not that game anymore. No. No, it's definitely yeah. especially with this one. I feel like this is one of the first games in a long time that puts you. Like in a role, they want you to experience the world and you know play the character that you want to play. Because there's a lot of being you know ancient Greece uh, with wh- whether you choose Alexios or Cassandra, because you can choose you know male or female uh, protagonist at the beginning. Um, that they kind of let you play whatever character you want to play. So you get the options to like hype up the gods and like claim you're a demigod and like mm-hmm. be this you know. Greek hero, or you can just play. No, I'm a mercenary, and I do this for cash. You That's know, like, cool. so, yeah. and then the world reacts to how you present yourself too, to to some degree, you know. Um, so, it's definitely meant to just like dive in and spend some time. And the way the quests, so there's kind of like, it's funny because the cult of Cosmos, like they're the main bad guys, but it's almost like hunting all of them down because they give you another. It's more of a web instead of like a like a like a pyramid how it was in the Origins. And uh, you don't really necessarily have to hunt them down. I suppose you could just mainline the quests, and you know they're tied into the main quest, but 
some of them, some of the members you'll only find if you're exploring the world. Um, and the the main the main quest is more just about like family because anybody that knows uh, <laughs> like Fast and the Furious, yeah, like Fast and the Furious, family's all in there. No, it's because uh, you're uh, through events that I won't spoil. You leave Sparta as uh, a young child, and then you know you were led to believe that you know one thing was true, and then you find out you know something else is true. Is the you know typical call to action you know that uh, it's in every hero story. But then so you're trying to know piece that all back together and find out you know what's really going on and uh, but yeah uh some of the islands from what i've seen so far this like if you don't go and explore you'll never go to in the main story yeah like a few of them because it takes yeah uh, it takes place during the Peloponnesian war so it's athens and sparta at war so there's like this whole like metagame thing Um, going on where you can conquer an island for one or the other so some of them just have like aspects of that war going on there in the main story never actually my ancient there. Greece history is limited um, like I know about the Persian conflict and all that mm-hmm. but like where what is that so like is that after or before this is so you play you would be this generation that's in the game um, you would be the grandchildren of the people that participated in like say the battle of the 300 or something so it's it's one and a half ish generation. So, do you think it's that. about unifying Greece at some point? The story, I don't think it ever gets there because uh, the Peloponnesian War was like 30 years. So, it went on for oh, a long, for a long time. time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I know. The average lifespan of a person <laughs> yeah, back then. Back then <laughs> yes. <laughs> some people never saw the end of yeah, that war. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I don't know the actual dates and whatnot of when it ended. You know, I'm. I claim to be a history buff, but I'm not that big of a history buff. But uh, I do know that, uh, like, some kind of in the same way Origins, how, like, some bigger political figureheads fall during the game, there's kind of the same thing going on here. So I feel like it's towards the end of the war. But, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much how that's going. Um, The Order of the Ancients is the Origins. That's right. Bad guys. That's a cool name in the Cult of Cosmos. Yes, Order of the Ancients <laughs> is way better. Yeah. Maybe that's what inspired them. They're like, you know, maybe we'll inspire like a different podcast to have a great name. Where it's <laughs> yeah. like, that name is so bad, we gotta, we gotta fucking get this right. <laughs> right. And Order of the Ancients is really cool. I love shadowy organizations. It's like my favorite thing ever. And Order of the Ancients is good. So, a uh, couple cool things that, you know, don't really have any to do with the game as a whole for the first time like because most uh, Assassin's Creed games have been like super grounded in reality like with the exception of the the First Order you know or the whatever they called not the First Order uh, Ancient Ones or whatever yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) whatever you know the first civilization yeah Um, but this one uh, there's some mythological creatures in it. I haven't... There, It's mostly I in-game content. That, yeah. But uh, I unlocked the Labyrinth to the Minotaur. And then I was about to dive down there, and it's got all this music, and it's pumping you up. And then it was like, warning. The yeah. enemy below you is four is levels it, higher than you. So I was like, oh, never mind. And I just kind of backed out. <laughs> What's uh, the context for that? Is it because in Origins... I never played DLC. I knew there was like big, like giant boss battles yeah, in Origins. Yeah, they were in. supposed to be like glitches in the Animus or something. Like well, when you fought Anubis it or was, whatever, right? The snake or whatever in the story you fight one oh, and you do a bunch right. of drugs yeah you were and it's like a trip or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No. Like, what's their reasoning for? I'm not sure yet. Because um, the Minotaur is the first one you can fight. Uh-huh. The other ones, from what I've seen, because I was curious, because I'd heard that they were in the game, so I, I looked it up a little bit. And it, it looks, sounds like they're mostly endgame mm-hmm. content. Because you can find Atlantis, and it seems like Atlantis, whatever it happens to be, I haven't found it yet, um, sends you out on, like, these hunting missions for these mythological creatures. Like, you return with, like, tokens or something? I'm not sure. Like I said, I haven't actually killed any of them the minotaurs a level 40 monster and i'm at level i think 38 now so probably later tonight i'll end up being able to fight the minotaur but so i'm not sure if they're they're going to pass it off as a drug trip or a a glitch in the animus but i don't think it's going to be a glitch in the animus because uh a kid uh, his father went down a labyrinth and i stumbled upon him and he wants me to go get his dad back and that's how i found out about the quest so um i'm not really sure yet i'll have to get back to you on that one sounds cool all right. Well, I'm not. I'm gonna play that in December probably. Um, there's a certain open world game coming out at the end of this month that I want my schedule to be completely clear. <laughs> and if I have like a 75% Assassin's Creed, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> right. So um, I loved Origins. It's probably my. It's not my favorite Assassin's Creed, but other than, uh, it's probably behind Brotherhood and two. And black flag, so it's probably fourth. <laughs> but it's like that, and then the fucking just giant drop off. Right? Yeah. yeah, I like the first one too a lot. The um, first one was really good. Yeah, uh, I hate three. Yeah, I. You know, I was kind of. There's not necessarily one that I hate. I never played Unity, so I can't speak. For I that. never played Unity either. Um, three. I, I should. Three had a lot of really cool things in it, but I feel like they just kind of dropped the ball about halfway through the game. You know, like, I mean, the Revolutionary War, how cool is that, you know, for us, especially living in America? It's my favorite, yeah, it's like yeah. my favorite time period. And I don't, you know, I don't really know what happened. I, I think, I don't know. I don't know what happened. They just dropped the ball on that one, that's in bad. my opinion. But uh, is, my favorite is Black Flag, because, you know, being a pirate, singing sea shanties. so good. We, uh, Matt, print, Matt made a copy of all the sea shanties, and we took it to work. Yeah, and, uh, we played it on a CD. CD in the work vans. And uh, there was some resistance at first, but... Uh, everyone came around. <laughs> everyone like, came around. It's impossible. It ended up being stolen out of one of the work vans, and uh, the guy that stole it still listens to it in his car to this day. So Does he? Yeah. <laughs> I talked to him the other day. That's so funny. <laughs> No, that's great. I can't even find them anymore. Yeah. Um, well, uh, they don't... I don't know. That's beside the point. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, yeah. They'll see... I don't know what kind of music they call that. It's like a... <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I mean, specifically for, like, there's a name for maybe uh, somebody who listens can tell us, but there's a name for, like, music like you just hear, like a, like a theme song or, mm-hmm. or, you know, or... But if there's, like, music in-game that's supposed to be, like, Somebody playing guitar on the street, or it's there's like a certain name for oh, like okay. what it's doesn't matter, but whatever the name of that is, that's my favorite, <laughs> <laughs> like ever implemented in a game. Well, you'll like, be happy it's to know so good. There are sea shanties in the, in well, the Greek. Yeah, they're not as good. No, they're not as good. They're not you, as can, good. you can't understand what they're saying because they're speaking another language, but <laughs> but they're in there. Just um, oh, I wanted to ask you, um, what uh. How are the weapons? I really like the weapons in Origins. Like weapons. all the, the 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 elemental effects on the weapons are cool. We're cool in so Origins. There aren't any elemental effects in this one. Well, is there like because there's, there's no poison blades there's or fire? skills, so you can activate poison or fire onto your blade. So it's more okay. of an RPG element that way, as opposed okay. to just like 
this weapon does fire damage. Is there? Is it just like a straight up skill point? You don't go to a guy and he's like. No, everything is just skill point. Um, so you, the way you're sk- and you can only upgrade things so high, um, until you progress farther in the story because mm-hmm. of story reasons that I won't re- uh, ruin. But uh, so yeah, but that's the so all of your elemental stuff has to be active actually activated. But what they did add is you do have perks like increase like 15% more poison damage. So if you had that weapon on and then you activated your poison, you would do more damage that way. Um, but a lot of the weapons are really, really cool. You know, you have your, they have the swords, the daggers, the blunt weapon, the heavy axe, uh, spear, staff. Yeah. And then you can equip two of those again, just like in Origins, and then you have your bow, obviously. Are there the three types of bows that are back? No, it's just, there's different types of bows, but they aren't how they were in Origins to where, like, this type only fired arrows like this or whatever. It's just, the bow's a bow. And mm. they just, they look different. Some of them have different skills or whatnot. It was always weird carrying, like, yeah. different bows. <laughs> it was super it made annoying. no sense, but it was annoying. Uh, I didn't like how a lot of the weapons in Origins felt. In a way, like, I like the um, swords. Mm-hmm. I didn't like what I, I hated the spear. I wanted to use the spear so much, and I hated how they. It feels the like it should be the best weapon to use, it but be. and, it was uh, bad. It's did they better? have daggers in the Origins? They, like, yeah, they had daggers. I must have never. Used but them. there was just no reason to ever use yeah. them because I just used the regular sword. Yeah, mostly. the sword is what I used. The sword basically feels the same. Uh, the spear is still not great, which sucks because like you're Spartan, you know, you want to use your spear, but it's definitely better than it was. Um, and then. Feel like the blunt weapons got even slower. I can't. Uh, there's an achievement for using an overpower move with each weapon. Uh-huh. So I've been trying each one of them, and I, I used the blunt weapon for that overpower skill, and then never touched it again. But uh, but some of the weapons do some pretty cool stuff. Uh, my favorite thing that I've seen as like a, a bonus on a weapon is you can find Poseidon's trident, and when you have it equipped, you can stay underwater indefinitely. Oh, so that's pretty cool. That is really cool. Because <laughs> there's a lot of shipwrecks and like underwater caves and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but that's the only one I've seen with something to that degree. You know, usually it's just like, uh, you know, 10% warrior damage, or sometimes some of the uh, epic or legendary weapons will have like 20% extra damage to your Spartan kick, which is definitely something I want to talk about. You can send people flying. <laughs> I sent a guy. Yeah. He starfished like 2,000 meters away just flying off yeah. this cliff. It's such a satisfying feeling. I remember watching some gameplay. I think it was from, I forget who it was. Uh, from, it doesn't matter. But all they were doing was just spark kicking <laughs> everybody. Especially because like, you'll find yourself in some deep shit every once in a while. Like when you're messing with these commanders and stuff. And all you got to do is back up toward the cliff and you're like, okay. You know, certain enemy like the brutes, you can't. They don't go flying. They just kind of get stunned for a minute. But as long as it's not a brute, man, you just boot them, and they'll go flying off this cliff. And it doesn't matter how over leveled they are. After you know, two hundred meter fall, they just die just like that. <laughs> Same with uh, the ship battles. So apparently, nobody can swim in ancient Greece but you. And if you're on there and you board their ship and you just boot them off the edges of the ship, they're mm-hmm. done. They'll flail out there for a little bit and then they'll just die. Yeah. Uh, and a shark can attack them. What? I've only seen it one, <laughs> yeah, I saw one time. So I'm like fighting and I've kind of got it angled to where I can see the water to the side a little bit while I'm fighting this guy. And he's flailing around in there and then all of a sudden this shark just jumps up, grabs him and like pulls him down and then I don't see him again. So there are sharks and they will attack. Um, 
Is there, uh, is there like bundles of animals again? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. Um, uh, and there's, there's also, there's, so there's this long, long side quest. It's probably the longest one that doesn't have anything to do with the main story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's for the daughters of Artemis and Artemis was the goddess of the hunt. So you have to hunt these. This is actually pretty awesome. These legendary creatures. So you hunt like the Nemean lion, which mm-hmm. was the lion that Hercules killed to like, oh, give him the, cool. yeah, and the, the Cretan bull, which is the father of the Minotaur. So like, there's all these like legendary animals all over the place. And if you hunt all of them, it ends up leading to a romance option with the daughters of Artemis. So um, that, that's pretty cool. But yeah, otherwise the the boar, the wild boars are super annoying <laughs> like even at my level if three or four of them gang up on me like right. if i don't knock them out with some heavy hits real quick yeah. they'll tear me apart. that was the most annoying yeah it kind of made uh, exploring a little bit of pain in origins um yeah. just how many it's how many like, just the random bundles of like there's like eight hippos so don't yeah. and there's a chest yeah in the middle they toned it down where, <laughs> where like there's chests because that's still like oh hey there's a sunken ship okay there's three sharks down there but yeah. if you're smart, it's not like they can see you from a mile away. You know, you can yeah. completely avoid them. And then even if you don't, uh, they usually don't attack you more than mm-hmm. one at a time, unless you really mess up and just swim right into all three of them or something. But um, they're not too hard to beat, so it's, it's not that big of a deal, honestly. Um, it's just annoying when you're trying to, like, run through the woods and then you hopped off this cliff and, oh, there's a cave, and now you're surrounded by animals. Yeah, like, right. But it's only happened to me, you know, a couple times, and it's, it's not as bad. Oh, that sounds cool. I need to play that. Oh, anyway. Um, yeah, I've been playing... Uh, I play. I played and finished Metro 2033, finally. Uh, I've started that game, oh, I don't know, four or five times. <laughs> and um, I like it, I guess. The... The game Metro, like I'm so excited for for uh, Redux. Mm-hmm. It's Redux, I think. No, what's the new game called? Is it Redux? Yeah, yeah. That I, I'm really excited for that, but I just don't. Um, Metro 2033 is a little rough around the edges. <laughs> um, the world, obviously, is like. I mean, it's one of the best atmospheres ever. And it's like a little bit, it makes the game scarier than what it actually is. The game's not scary, in my opinion, but like just the whole atmosphere of like, you just think something's going to scare you all yeah. the time, but it never does. <laughs> but something like always feels like it's around the corner. And I think that's pretty, you know, that that's pretty cool. But man, so I played, so there's two types of modes. There's Spartan and then there's Survivor. So I played on Survivor. Because they're like, this is the most immersive way to play. Yeah. The best way to play. I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's play on Survivor. No HUD at all. Oh, man. So to like check your ammo, you have to bring up. So another thing I love like in-game maps. Like yeah. You don't like go to a pause screen to look at a map. It's like mm-hmm. you, you just like pull it out. I mean, it's not a map per se, but you pull it out and like there's your objectives. You pull mm-hmm. out like a little clipboard and you have a bullet lighter. Yeah. <laughs> and that's cool. <laughs> And I, and I love that, but that's, like, how you have to check how much ammo you have. Oh, really? Yeah, you don't know how much ammo you have. In Survivor, like, the resources are so much more scarce mm-hmm. that, like, you never never have ammo. Ever. <laughs> like, ever have ammo, dude. There was parts of the game where, like, filters and ammo, like, I literally had to restart the whole mission or go to a mission back. 
I didn't have enough shit to get through. Like, I didn't have enough time. Oh, really? With the fill, and I, I that's really cool, but really frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really like it though, and um, it's it's a game with just a massive a series, I should say, because the game's finished. Like, you're not gonna go back and and, and perfect twenty thirty three. And I guess the version I play, I played the um, remastered version yeah. or whatever. That version's way better than the original version. I guess the original version's rough. Oh yeah. Um, but it's just like there's so much potential there. The the story is cool. Um, like the it's it's. I mean, the story is about like some apocalyptic event that I would like to know more about. They never talk about it's just, it. Really, it's like missiles. So yeah, they there's a nuke. They just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, and there was a world war or something, and so all these people are confined to live in a metro station under Moscow. And it's fucking cool. All the towns are like little stations on along the metro and they're all like really cool like especially the last one you go to um i can't remember the name of it but you know what i'm talking yeah, about they're like all that russian names so i don't yeah, know yeah. what it's called but yeah they're all russian names so it's our the main character is like antium or artium yeah um there's a couple things that frustrate me about yeah. it though um i don't like the fact that uh so there's journals in the game, and the journals are really important to get. In my, I mean, if you want context of like the story, it, gives, it adds so much to the story if you find these journals. But the problem is, is like these journals, you find them, and most of them are easy to find, I guess. But some I missed quite a bit, um, still. And uh, but anyway, the journals are RDMs. Um, he writes in them and like tells you what's going on. But like. I'm that main character, so why do I have to find a journal? <laughs> right. Like, why can't I just get more... Um, inner monologue. Yeah, or inner monologue like or something. Yeah, it drives me crazy. Yeah. And the other thing that drives me crazy is he doesn't talk, which I'm cool with, but he talks in between the missions. Before, yeah. And it makes no sense. So if you're going to be the voiceless protagonist... But, like, the, voice, the, know, funniest, yeah. the funny thing is, like, they kind of acknowledge it in a way because, like... They'll ask him questions, and they're always like, oh, nothing to say, huh? Yeah. And it's like, no, dude, he's perfectly <laughs> capable of speaking. Right. But, <laughs> like, he just doesn't do it. Um, uh, I think my favorite part of the game are the weapons, though. Um, they're all... They make sense, like, in terms of, like, the world. Like, all these weapons are just, like, homemade. Like, they're very Fallout-esque, but I think yeah. they're, they're a lot... They're cooler designed than... than and fall out. And then when you get like an AK or an actual assault rifle, it's like holy yeah. shit. Yeah. When you get like if you get an AK in Call of Duty, it's like, oh, that's like the level seven, you know, unlock in Call of Duty, like multiplayer. But when you get it in Metro, it's like, oh man, this is a game changer. <laughs> yeah. Too bad I only have like four bullets though. <laughs> See, it, was, it, was, it was drastically different for me because I played it through on Spartan mode. So oh, yeah. I had like 400 rounds yeah, and I'm like, dude. oh, now I'm here to fuck shit up. Like, so like I never had any money to buy anything. Yeah. Anything ever. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I feel like they did. They went too far with the Spartan mode because not only did I have a stupid amount of money, I also had a stupid amount of ammo. Like, I didn't even need the money, so like, there was no point. And I never did even figure out how to use the money because you can use the money as real bullets because it's like a special type of round. Uh, but yeah, but the filters was one thing. It's funny that you say that, like, because even in Spartan mode where you're supposed to get all these resources uh, there were still a few times where I only had one filter left I'm like oh crap I gotta figure out how to get through here real quick or I'm screwed you know so uh, yeah I, I, I like that they gave you the option to do that though because it it, I, it it changes it changes the whole feel of the game for sure I agree I, yeah. I, I felt mine was just like a uh, 
an action horror game as opposed to like a uh, you know survival. Mine felt very survival horror, but like I kind of hope Redux. I don't think they will. I think Redux is gonna. I don't. I want to say more conventional, but I think it's gonna be um, like I want them to double down on the horror. Like double down on like it feels like a game that's caught in the middle of like what it like it doesn't know what it really wants to be. Yeah. Um, it, I, I would like to see them double down on the horror, um, but I don't think they are, especially because it, it seems like I wonder if it's, um, I wonder if it's the whole game or is it just certain areas that you can take off your mask in Redux because there's that E3 trailer where the guy yeah, takes off his mask off. and he's fine. So I wonder if the air is just good now or. Because I really do like that mechanic a lot, and I, I kind of pretty sad to see it go if it goes I'm sure completely. Still... I'm sure there's pockets. It yeah, would make sense for it all just be like, oh, every four years better. later, you're the same guy, and now you can just breathe now. It's, yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I feel like Metro. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with it because, like you said, it seems like it, they want to be horror, but they they yeah. don't quite take that step. Yeah, right? it's almost they're almost going the. Uh, like the Resident Evil route, where it started off as horror and now it's just mutated monsters. It's like you know, like Resident Evil Five esque. Yeah. Horror. Well, yeah. We're nothing scary anymore because not just like running. in terms of like <laughs> it's not like Resident Evil Five at all. But I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? It's it's like it's like when Resident Evil started. Like four was the last, besides seven, obviously, was the last like horror Resident yeah, where Evil. Yeah, right? spooky yeah. and you're creepy. And it whatever. feels like like it, it's headed to more action, more action, more yeah. action, which is fine if they're good games, you know, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I just, just I love them. horror games, so yeah. I, 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 I would like I would like it to be, you know, a little more um, horror, but I, I love like as many faults there are in Metro, I just love the, the whole world and, and I just think it has so much you know, so much potential. And then I'm playing through Last Light here pretty soon. I'll have that done before the end of the month, and I'll talk about that as well. And we'll obviously have a deep dive in Redux. I'm pretty sure we'll both be playing that one. And, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. It, it, it's a good game. I like it. It's, it's just... I think it's something you should play, especially if you plan on playing Redux. Like, I, and you like horror, and it's a perfect month, you know, obviously, to, to dive into horror yeah, games. Sure. So, like, it, it's a good game, you know. It has problems, but one thing I thought was really funny is uh, if you look around the uh, the books, the actual book that is based off of, it's yeah. just everywhere. They're like, everywhere. Every shelf, every crate, every just there's a copy of the thirty four. Yeah, yeah, and thirty. Yeah, yeah. So I um, thought that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I mean, it it, it kind of is what it is. It's a. It's a seven, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't not. In, I didn't regret playing it. Listen, no, because I binge played both of them. I was this super year. happy when I was and done. Though I was like, oh, that was you know really cool because they're yeah. not terribly long, you know, especially if you play on Spartan yeah. mode because you could just right. Oh yeah, they're not through there mowing everything down. So. But they take a lot out of me. Like I can't play them for very long. Yeah, and it's not. And usually horror games, it's because well, it's fucking intense. But it, I can't <laughs> put my finger on why I can't play the play it for very long. Like, I can't binge play. It. Like I can, I can. I could probably, you know, go in the other room and start Modern Warfare and beat it tonight. Yeah. You know, like right. I could just go through that game. And I, I, I can't put my finger on it. Like, it's just something's missing for me. And I really can't put my finger on it, but I still, like, enjoy it. It's it's very weird feelings about Metro. <laughs> I know one thing that made it 
less bingeable for me because I still binge played it because I was on a timeline, but I uh, it was less bingeable because uh, it's just you know it's an older game like it's been mm-hmm. redone, but the controls are still old. It yeah. feels old. It feels you know so it feels different. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't feel bad old. It's no. just like it's not as smooth as like a, no. like a Modern Warfare or a Destiny or you know a game like obviously. That. Yeah. So uh, that yeah that kind of takes its toll after a while. Yeah. I don't know. I think everyone should play it. Um, especially, I mean, if, if you like first-person shooters, especially single-player first-person shooters, they're so rare. Just like regular yeah. single-player. Like, this is all this story. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, like, sure. like, it's cool. It's a cool game. Um, well, you've been playing. Or you played Battlefield 1. I did. Yeah, I went back... Uh, I had a little bit of time between some games, and I uh, I decided to try out EA Access because there was a there was a sale on it. So I was peeking through there, checking out what games, and I was like, oh, you know, Hardline was on there, and I was like, oh, I never finished that. So I finished that real quick, and then I was like, all right, well, what else is on here? And then I saw Battlefield One was on there, and uh, you know, because I I've complained about it a lot. I I have beef with Battlefield <laughs> because. I think it was Battlefield 3 or 4, uh, the story progress. It was a 4, the story progress wouldn't save. So I never got to finish it. And I spent spent four-ish hours binge playing in one night. And uh, then I I save it, I turn it off, and I go to load it back up the next day. And it was right back to where it was. And apparently they never fixed that. It's still like that to this day. Um, But anyway, so I... But this time around, I was like, all right, well, I don't have anything to play. It's probably, you know, short six-ish hour game, so I'll just just try it out. And I was really pleasantly surprised. Like, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, this one, it's not like uh, you have your main character and you just play him through, you know, seven or eight missions or whatever. It it tells little miniature stories. And uh, I felt like each story had... Like something that they wanted to say, and uh, they said it pretty well. My favorite one was the uh, the Flyboy one, where you play as uh, in the, you know, the airplanes. Yeah, and uh, which is funny because usually I don't enjoy those uh, like the the fly, flying in the uh-huh. battlefield and Call of Duty games. You know, it just doesn't feel right. But this one, no. it, was, it was pretty good. I don't know if it's because you're in slower airplanes or whatnot. You know, because yeah. it's World War uh, One. So, but uh, it was really really cool. And then just every story. I came and it was nicely wrapped up and it was it was the tone of them was really really great and uh, I really enjoyed it yeah I mean that's about all I have to say about that yeah one, I played like a couple hours of Battlefield One multiplayer and we're like for uh, reference I guess for future reference we're not huge I mean we play mostly co-op um, we're not huge competitive multiplayer yeah. guys um, I mean I got deep into four Battlefield four yeah. multiplayer I love that game. And that game was a mess for everyone else but me. <laughs> like, that game was so perfect for me. Like, I don't know. I don't know it just was. But, um, so, I guess we really have nothing to say about the multiplayer. I have a friend that played Battlefield 1 multiplayer pretty extensively, and he seemed to enjoy it. But And I'm sure it's good. I mean, it's I haven't played a Battlefield multiplayer. That has been bad. That, yeah, that was so, one thing. Even on the... Even the story, when the story made me mad, I still played the multiplayer yeah. a little bit. It, 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 you know, it is what it is. The multiplayer is fun. It's just, uh, it's just not like there's always a new game to play. You don't have time to spend, you know, playing a multiplayer. <laughs> um, that being said, are you going to check out five? Uh, eventually, probably. Uh, I'm not in a big hurry to check. Might it just out. wait till it pops up on yeah, EA access. access yeah, for free. If, if it pops up for free, for yeah, sure. I probably will too. Um, because there's, there's still other games that I want to get to, and I don't really want to... I'm a little bummed out. I was bummed out because I, I did love 4 so much, like, so much that 
they haven't been back to modern times. Yeah. So I like I just kind of been a little lukewarm, and then I played uh, Battlefront, the first, not two. I never played two. The <laughs> Battlefront, the the PS4, not yeah. the PS2 one, um, and hated it. And it's the same developer, so like it kind of soured me on 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 that. And then plus they went to World War One, and I was like, well, this isn't gonna make no fucking sense to have these huge scale <laughs> conflicts in World War One. Yeah. So I never really got into it, and I just kind of wanted to like both Call of Duty and and and, uh, and Battlefield. I just I kind of want I want the modern day shooter back in a bad way. Yeah, I agree for sure. I'm tired of gun like. I mean, I get it because there's great stories and great moments. You yeah, know, World War One, World War Two, um, right? But there's so many. Like you're stuck on a you're stuck on a certain path, though. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. change the course of the battles. You can't yeah. do you know whatever. So I would yeah, I would much rather have a modern story. That was a an independent you know original story. Yeah, like the modern warfare games. Like the first two Russia's years. being weird. Yeah, like I love that. You can tell it a thousand <laughs> times. Damn but a modern day like Russian being weird right. battle or a Call of Duty story is great. And Battlefield Four does the same thing. For so sure. like Battlefield Four story isn't that good. But I mean the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I just played it actually. Just, we'll talk know. about it, but it's you know <laughs> it's a good game. <laughs> um. Yeah. I do have one. Th- I did on that EA Access thing. I checked out Star Wars Battlefront Two because I was like, "Oh, I, yeah, know, shit it, on it." Yeah, it'll uh, <laughs> it lets you play f- the trial for ten hours, and I was like, "I bet I can beat this game in ten hours." I tear through the first two levels, and then it doesn't let you keep playing. It's like if you want to finish the main story, buy the game. I was like, "Ah, oh, you dicks!" Because it was su- like their main story, super fun. Yeah, I didn't even try the multiplayer because oh, really? to hell with it. I, I heard so many bad things about it, and I just didn't want to waste my time. But uh, the main story was actually really, really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, <clears throat> and I was speaking, like, uh, I don't mind a World War II story either. But I don't, like, if, you, if you're if going to come out with a World War II game now, or World War One. One of my favorite games of all time is a World War One game, and that is... Um, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't even remember the name of it. Um, the Ubisoft game. That's the. Uh, Gotta give me more than that. <laughs> made me cry. The Ubisoft game made me cry. World War One. It was like a puzzle game. Oh, uh, Valiant Hearts. Valiant Hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's laughing because I was like, "This is one of my favorite games of all time." I'm very hyperbolic. It's not <laughs> one of my favorite games of all time. It's the first game that made me like cry tears, and I had to have my wife hold me. <laughs> Like that is how you do a World War One story, right? For sure. For um, sure. World War Two, I'm sure you know the story. Battlefield One's good too, but and then World War Two, I don't mind you know going through a single player shooter story, but it's like if you want to get me excited for multiplayer, you're not gonna do it. Like I'm not. No. I'm much rather use an M4 than a Thompson. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> the Thompson's really cool until you have to use it, and then you realize that you can't hit shit for more than 30 yeah. feet yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, where's my damn you know, AR, you know? Yeah. Uh, so. For sure. I, I definitely feel that way, too. Like, the, the stories in these World War II games and the World War One games are always really cool, really heartfelt, you know? You're like, man, the ball's on these fucking guys. But, like, the multiplayer always loses me. Uh yeah, like you said, you know, single shot bolt action rifle, or and then the mm-hmm. automatic rifles you do have, as badass as a Thompson and a, and a bar rifle are, they just don't be. You know, there's a reason that we have the guns today because they're better and 
Right. They're just better. <laughs> the actually, I mean, I actually just played uh, Call of Duty World War Two for the first time last month. I think it was, and um, yeah, I liked it. I mean, it was a good story. I didn't mm-hmm. jump into the multiplayer at all. Like, again, yeah, like just not interested. And uh, um, there's a the, the, the there's a cool end of the game moment. I almost just spoiled the whole thing. Like, I just caught myself. <laughs> I just. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that but it, it was it was really cool like the, the story was like whatever and then that part happens mm-hmm. and it's like all right you hit me in the feels a little bit there right you know yeah um but it was fun like it, they did as well as good of a job you know as i think they could have you know i don't have too much to say about it it's just another solid call of duty for the record i think we i think john's with me on this like we love Call of Duty, like the single player yes. campaigns. I love the campaigns. I don't yeah. know why people. Some people I know yeah. don't even play them. They just yeah. buy and play no. them. And right. it drives a lot me of crazy. people do that. <laughs> I'm like, they well, there's understand. not a yeah. So like the fact that there's no campaign this year is pretty crushing to us. So yeah. At a protest, I'm not playing Black Ops Four. Yeah, neither am I. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I love the Call of Duty games and uh, uh, War Two is just another solid game. It's not as good as Infinity War, but. Um, I like it a lot. I mean, I, I don't know. There, there's, it's just, it's just a cool, it's a cool story. And um, I did actually. I played Black Ops Three. I played Modern Warfare, Black Ops Three, and World War Two all in a week. Oh, really? And um, <laughs> yeah, so I got in a Call of Duty kick. Yeah. And I played Black Ops Three. No, I played War Two before Black Ops Three. Mm-hmm. And after Modern War, that Black Ops Three is the only campaign. I fucking I hate that game. Dude, it was yeah, so terrible. So bad. Black Ops 2 was so good, dude. Hits yeah. you in the fields, you know? Yeah. You snipe your own buddy. Dude. Spoiler, but it's been out for long enough. It's your fault. Black Ops 3 just <laughs> abandons and it all just, that yeah, stuff. It just abandons the whole story yeah. that they've been building up to. Right. Even though you were left on a cliffhanger in Black Ops 2. And then that's like, and now with this crap with 4, where there's not even, like, I'm pretty sure I'm just washing my hands of the Black Ops series. Like, Completely. Unless, uh, yeah, yeah. Unless I think they go I'm back to. Uh, I definitely. Yeah. What's his name? I don't even remember his name anymore. But uh, let's talk about Infinity War for a minute, since you brought it up, man. People shit all over yeah, that. They game. don't like that game. I love that. You want to talk about getting hit in the feels, dude? The end of that yeah. game. <laughs> My God. Dude, that game's so. That campaign is so good. I didn't so like good. the multiplayer. I think we played the multiplayer. Yeah, we, we tried. It, it wasn't good. The wall. I'm not yeah. cool or good enough to mess with wall running. Yeah. In no. Yeah. <laughs> Titanfall works, but like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I love that campaign. It's so good. It was so good. It was, yeah, it was probably next to the Modern Warfare campaigns, my favorite Call of Duty campaign. Uh, out of the new, out of, I would say it was my favorite Call of Duty game out of the new ones. The, yeah, for the, sure. This generation's yeah. Call of Duty. For sure. I would agree. It's very. I mean, yeah, that's it's a hell of a story like honestly like it's a really it's a really really good story I think it surprised a lot of people I hope they continue it to be honest I don't know if they will though I don't know well I'd like to see what I would want to see from Call of Duty because they have three studios Mm -hmm. um I would like to see a super space one like Infinity War right like to see a modern one Mm -hmm. and then I want the Black Ops era of Black Ops 1 I like that the mid post Vietnam era the Cold War era yeah it's just (laughs) There's so yeah, or, it's just cool. There's a lot of cool like, I mean, no pun intended, but black ops things you can do I suppose with that hair. It would be the '80s, not the Cold War. I don't know what I'm talking about. Hmm. But yeah, <laughs> nothing. 80s. I said Cold, Cold War, War. That was before yeah. Vietnam. Well, no, it was it was the Cold War lasted forty Cold. years. Anyways, 
Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I, I I think having a Call of Duty in three different era, era, eras would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, because it kind of... Which I know technically they are always, but it just feels like Black Ops 3 and Infinity War. Infinity War, like, doubled down on the future, yeah. which was good, but, yeah. like, Black Ops 3 was just... Uh, like, Advanced Warfare was good in terms of, like... It was futuristic, future. but it was yeah. so grounded futuristic yeah. that I really liked it. Yeah, because it was in the near future. It was Besides the, the vacuum-sealed people. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers <laughs> on the vacuum-sealed people. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's uh, kind of annoyed me because I played Advanced Warfare first, and I really, really liked it. And then I went to try and play Black Ops 3, and I was like, this is a less cool Advanced Warfare. Yeah, so it it basically lost yeah, it was, it's, yeah. yeah, dude. I agree. But... Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that's enough uh, Call of Duty talk. There. Call of Duty. That's our <laughs> Call of Duty segment for yeah. the day. Um. So, John and I, we like Japanese stuff. That's true. <laughs> and we have been playing two Japanese games that are both JRPGs. John's been playing Dragon Quest. I have been. And uh, it's pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. It was the uh, it was the turn pay turn based RPG that I needed. Um, it's, it's, it's super fun, uh, honestly. The, the, honestly, the only complaint I have about it is, uh, so, like, the side missions don't really feel like they fit, you know? Like, uh, they're just kind of random. Like, one of them's like, hey, can you deliver this letter to my brother in the other kingdom or whatever? <laughs> and then you get, like, one copper ore, and you're like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> there's like no story context to it at all it's like it's where just, is the mailman yeah. I am not the mailman <laughs> right so they're all just kind of things like that so the side missions aren't that great but the main story and like all the characters the characters are really really well done uh, it's I don't it, it has a real Dragon Ball Z art style to it like uh, just the way that the characters are drawn not necessarily like with you know Kamehameha waves and same uh, same yeah, same uh, Akira Toriyama yeah, he yeah. worked on the game so uh, it's really fun, and uh, I didn't realize how much I missed turn-based RPGs until yeah. I started playing it. Like, because I'd talk about it, but I, I didn't realize how true it was. No, because it's, it's just—it's old school. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's uh, it's super—it's like it. I don't know. It, to me, it adds more to the game because instead of just mashing buttons like, oh, I gotta kill this guy, I gotta kill this guy, you're like, okay, so it's this guy's turn now. Here are his skills. Like, how can I make it so that you know every turn is you know, the most beneficial, especially if you don't, because you can't over-level in this game, but it, it takes a lot. Um, but if you're not over-leveled, then, like, every bat, like, you can get wiped out by just, you know, random goons if you if you don't play it smart. So, uh, I, I'd miss that. And honestly, I hope uh, more JRPGs go back to that, because, I don't know, it's just, like, once one of them went out and just started doing the mm-hmm. live action stuff it's like they all just abandoned ship and went live you well know? are the yeah real time real time yeah, yeah that's what i meant yeah um yeah i agree i it doesn't it, like it's dumb because like obviously like the the new final fan 15 is a jrpg but yeah. like it doesn't feel like a jrpg to me if it's not turn-based combat. yeah especially for a final fantasy game yeah man. like I just it breaks my heart. <laughs> like yeah. I love Final Fantasy. Uh, I've played you know most of them, and uh, once I saw the 15s trailer, I was just like, no, <laughs> like why do you do yeah, this to me? Like I don't understand it. Yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, 
yeah, it's just it's it's probably my favorite form of gameplay. Maybe um, is is turn based gameplay, and um, it's good that like it feels like it's coming back in a way. Yeah. So I mean, that's super encouraging. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Octopath Traveler, and that is another Japanese role playing game. And this is it's styled like a uh, Super Nintendo game, but like styled like it. It doesn't look like a Super Nintendo game. It's what you probably think Super Nintendo looked like, but if you like <laughs> actually booted up, yeah, Super this Nintendo. game would like set an S, a Super Nintendo on fire because <laughs> like it's beautiful. Like it, it's a really cool looking game. It's <clears throat> I heard people are kind of ho hum on it mostly. Um, there's some people that love it, and I think mostly people are ho hum on it is because it is a grindy ass. JRPG, like you are grinding. So basically, a good way to explain this is like the structure of the game is weird, like really weird. So there's eight characters, hence Octopath Traveler, um, the Octo. Um, There's eight characters, and you, um, they're all over the world, and they all have. You start out, you pick one. I picked um, uh, Hanette, which is like she's like an Aloy type. Uses bows, but one of her, her cool ability is every character has like, in a, like a cool like ability. Right. She can um, summon beasts. So like you fight, you're in a fight or whatever, and she has like this uh, um, tiger she summons. Mm-hmm. Like that's with her all the time. But you can capture enemies, and then then use them to summon. So you can have like eight of them. Oh, that's pretty cool. Up to them, and then you can only use the you can use the tiger because it's like your. Um, familiar or whatever right you use that as many times as you want but the other ones only have three but it's super cool because it gives i think she's the best character in the game because it gives her such an advantage because she can get an enemy that has ice attacks and an enemy that has fire attacks and an enemy that has electric attacks and dark attacks so she's like a jack of all trades character and then also her bow is like fucking devastating so (laughs) like she's just so cool dude and um Yeah, and then and then basically, you start out with that character, uh, character, any character, any of the you pick, and then you do their chapter one, and then you go to the next town, and then you find another character, and then you talk to them, and then they're like, "Hey, do you want to um, uh, listen to this chapter one story?" So you click yes, and it like takes you back because you you like you go into town and you meet them, mm-hmm. and you talk to them, and be like, "Hey," you're like, they're like, "Hey, can you help me with?" this or do you want to join me on this and you say yes and then um basically they're in your party now that's yeah. it and then you go back and you do and they're like do you want to hear the you know start of the story and then you do it and you hear the start of the story and they're all good from the new character's yeah. perspective yeah from the new character's perspective you gotcha. just play as them for a little bit right no battles or anything oh just so <clears throat> it just goes through the story yeah part and, not, okay. and some of it it's like it probably takes like 30 minutes right but um yeah, so you do that, and then, um, and then you get back to that point where you were at, and then you go into a dungeon and fight a boss, and then you do it again for the next character, and you do it again for the next character, <laughs> then you do right. it again for the next character, and then, uh, <clears throat> so, so you, you know you start two, three, and then your party max is four, like every fucking JRPG right, ever. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> what is that crap? Because like. There's so many cool characters. Why are you only going to let me play with four at well, a time? You know what I mean? So, like, that's just not cool. yeah. That, <laughs> a lot of these characters. So, 
I'll say I love every character in Octopath Traveler. I, I I mean I like I pretty much like all of them as like characters, but in terms of like ability wise, I right. don't love a lot of them. But anyway, you keep doing these these stories, and then they keep joining your party. This is where it's weird. There's no connect, nothing connecting these characters. There's no dark force that you're gonna have to fight at the end. Really, like, that's connecting everybody. You just literally, you do that character story, mm-hmm. and then after you're done with all the chapter ones, you go to chapter two, and it continues that character's personal story. So the one you chose in the beginning, like you're, you're just on their personal story, and, and then you go to the other person's personal story, and the other person's personal. You do it all over again. Oh, so everybody's chapter two, and then it's all personal. Oh. <laughs> you do everyone's chapter, but the, the the other characters never say anything to any each other. <laughs> they don't really acknowledge their existence. Right. It's really weird. That is kind of weird. Um, what saves and and it it bothered me for a second, but. It's a Nintendo Switch game, and if if you think about it in that way, it makes sense because it's a game that it's fun to pick up and play for a couple hours, and it's like you don't really have to remember like this fucking grand plot that's going to blow your mind like a Final Fantasy or something like that. It's just like right. literally a story, uh, if you don't want any spoilers. Um, he's a good story. Uh, uh, Primrose's story, she's a, a dancer. And she's working at, like, basically this strip club. and But, like, you know, medieval fantasy strip club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so, like, there's this, there's these, when she was young, she was, like, a noble. And these three dudes with a crow tattoo killed her father. She was looking, you know, now she's want revenge. So she's been looking for him for her whole life. And then she goes to um, this town where they she hears one of them visits the one that has a crow tattoo on the neck and she's that's why she was working as a as a basically a stripper and um and then that's and then that sets up you know that's what her story is going to be about until like the end until the chapter four story is done gotcha. and then and it's her trainer or master um left and is like been missing so you can track down and then like that's her personal story and like none of those come together you know oh, they're all right, just yeah. like it's like eight separate campaigns I gotcha which is it, it's cool for the switch because it's like it's just like oh i just want to do you know this one story it takes me two hours and i'll put it down you know right and i can you know do one chapter but this is where the grind comes so there's no grinding for all the chapter ones because mm-hmm. <clears throat> it starts out at five and then it goes seven and it goes eleven but by the time you're there you're up there and then it jumps from 11 to like 27 oh really and you can only level up your um characters in your party at that time yeah the xp doesn't go to the other characters on the bench oh oh. so you have to pull like it's like it's like i have i have four level 27 characters right now and I have to pull out a level nine, right? And grind, grind, him, and yeah. then grind him up, and then, um, and I haven't. It's not a problem for me because the combat is so. It's one of the best combat systems I think in a JRPG. You know, me being hyperbolic again, <laughs> that I've ever, I've ever. I like it better in Persona 5's combat. Yeah, just to the combat. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there's this cool break system 
where like you have to think about every battle because every every character even if you're over leveled every character is pretty they have like a, a shield and it has a number on the on the bottom and it and it says like six yeah and then you have to hit them with a weak attack you can you can like kill them without the shield it's just gonna take a little more but if you hit them with a weak attack you know it goes like six five four three and then it breaks them and then they take a shit ton of damage oh yeah so you have to think about like what this character is weak you know too and i i need to like hit this guy with ice so i can break him faster and then there's like this boost mechanic if you have a couple successful hits you can build it up and hit r and you boost it so like usually you can only shoot one arrow but if you boost it up to four you can shoot like four. Oh, yeah. And then you can break a dude like real quick, <laughs> like in one cool. turn. So it's really cool. You always have to be thinking though. Like you can't just mash A. Yeah. Like I think a lot of JRPGs, it, that's a serious problem. Yeah. Like yeah. you just get into a battle and it's just A because you're so powerful and it's just like, I just want to get through this. That's so cool. like it's, it's, you're always thinking about, about what, what you're, what you're doing. And that's, I don't know, it's cool. It, it's a, it's a cool game. I, I really like it. I'm, I don't know if the grind's gonna catch up. I usually like grinding, but I don't. This one might catch up to me. Yeah, I'm still early. I'm only like 22 hours in the game, which like it's not really that early, but I guess it's like a hundred hour game. But um, I, it's just uh, it's a cool combat system. It's like a combat system I would like to see in a Final Fantasy. Um, I hope. I think it's cool. I like the structure of it for this one. Yeah, but I would like a sequel with like a story connecting a little bit more like um interpersonal stories within the group right like of them because it's just so weird they don't even talk like (laughs) it's like you're just with these random people you don't even know (laughs) and i mean it's cool but uh it's a little strange the, the 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 story but all the stories are good so you can't really complain it's just there's no context for them being together, and that right. kind of bothers me. That's what, yeah, this, this, it's definitely kind of the opposite with uh, Dragon Quest. Like, there's a specific reason right. why every yeah. single character is there. Uh, and uh, their skills, it's, it's it's another thing. Like, you don't... It's not that you can't really mash A. It's that you don't want to mash A because everybody's skills are so cool. that Like, yeah. once, I, uh, once I got about halfway through the game, uh, I never used my regular attack again. Yeah. <laughs> like, ever. Uh, so that was pretty cool. But um, and another difference is one thing I really really like is uh, everybody gets XP after yeah. a battle unless they're unconscious. Like at the end of the battle, then they don't. Which that can be frustrating sometimes because there's a few bosses that like once you get down towards the end of their life, they'll start doing these mm-hmm. big you know AOE attacks, and uh, you'll be trying to resurrect this character because you're like, no, I want him because the bosses give you like. 20,000 experience where like a regular mob of goons will just give you like a thousand so you're like no I want this character to be awake you know and you'll be trying to wake this guy up and then this guy gets knocked down and the next thing you know your whole party's wiped out because you yeah. got greedy with the experience <laughs> but uh, yeah it was it was pretty cool um yeah like uh, they, uh just one more thing about the story of Octopath that this is just an example the stories are so like sectioned off from each other that when you go up to like you're in a party you're going through this dungeon you find you get to the boss and uh, it like cuts to like a cutscene basically and it's just that one character for that story is there your party oh, gone your party's not even and it there appears back gotcha. when you fight it that's how like that's crazy it's so, yeah, so they it's don't even like, acknowledge their existence it's almost just like 
like canonly they would they were doing this the, alone. alone yeah, yeah. so i don't know if that changes for the chapter i haven't started the chapter two so i've just been it's a game where it's like i'm gonna put on a tv show right and i'm just like play right. yeah yeah that's and what i do with my i love games. it yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, I love it I, I really do love the game it's yeah. one of my one of the one of my, one of my favorite games i played this year for sure and it's just, i mean i'm so partial to jrpgs so it's kind of not like fair Right. You know, anytime like, one of them comes out, yeah. even if it's a little bad, I'm just like, no, right. it's great. It's just <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, there's not too many I don't like. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it's I, rec- I highly recommend it if you like JRPGs. But like, I I would probably would say Dragon Quest is probably a better entry level for sure. Like everything, but definitely Dragon Quest is not like in for. Octopath is like I would say Dragon Ball Quest isn't like super entry level though. No, like you it, can get pretty deep with it, but at the same time, it's it's they kind of pander to both. Well, I don't want to say pander, but they they kind of make like if you've never played a JRPG in your life and you pick up Dragon Quest, you're gonna be fine. But there's more stuff there with like weapon crafting mm-hmm. and some things like that to where if you've played more and you want a little bit more out mm-hmm. of the game, so it's kind of a nice balance between uh, super intricate and just basic like. Uh, and the story is really, really well done. It's really interesting. Uh, I don't want to ruin any of it for anybody, but uh, it's a, it's a pretty good story. You know, it's the typical, you know, good guy versus bad guy yeah. story. Like, I've not played it yet. I'm super excited to play it. I, I I'm actually trying to hold out until it comes to Switch. It is coming to Switch eventually, and um, I just want to play it like that. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I would yeah. definitely hold yeah. out because it's a long game. Uh, yeah. I actually I was trying to finish it before. Assassin's Creed came out, and I, I didn't, mm. and I put over fifty hours into it. So <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's a long one. Uh, I'm towards the end. I know that. I looked because I looked up, you know, uh, uh, you know where it's at. Here's one weird thing about it though that I found while I was looking on the internet to see how close I was to the end. So once you, and this is kind of a thing I've, I've noticed like recurring in video games recently. So once you finish the game, you didn't finish the game. Like, there's a whole... And, like, most games, like I said, the Assassin's Creed games or whatever mm-hmm. games, they'll have either DLC to add on content or they'll just be, like, community events or something, mm-hmm. you know, things like that to keep you playing. But this one, it's, like, story stuff. So it's more story stuff, like, specifically leading to another endgame boss. So I'm like, well, that's not the end, then, if the story keeps going right. and then there's another... You know what I mean? Like, Shit drives me crazy. Yeah, I'm like... Yeah, so I don't know what that's all about. Octopath has I hurt. Like, again, I'm not there yet. Hopefully, I don't know if I'll actually beat Octopath Traveler with what's coming out here soon. And I think I just want to kind of chip away at it for a few months. But yeah. um, uh, I heard Octopath the same way. You can beat all the all the. So like again, the structure is so weird. Yeah, so it's, it's just weird to hard talk to, It's hard to talk <laughs> yeah, about. Like, I can imagine. It's something you really have to experience for yourself, and it's not complicated. It's just hard to like. I don't know. It's hard to phrase, I guess. But right. the, once you beat every all the characters' stories, which is like beating the the game, there I guess there's dungeons at the end that are super hard. Yeah. And that's like the actual like that's the end game content. Gotcha. There. So and they're making Octopath two already announced. Um, oh, did they? Yeah. Nice. I would like to see what what I wanted to see was give that team because it's Square Enix. I would like to see give that team Final Fantasy sixteen. Oh, and let him make the next Final Fantasy, dude. If they announce another turn-based Final Fantasy, I would be so giddy. Like I would oh, be dude. like a little kid, lose my mind. Yeah, it'll be great. I would lose my mind. Um, yeah, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, we can move on. Uh, you've been playing, you played Far, both the Far Cry DLCs, Far I Cry 5. I did, yes. Uh, so, first of all, Far Cry 5 was pretty awesome. Crazy hillbillies in the back of Montana. But uh, the DLCs are mostly what I want to talk about. So, so far I've played two of the three. I haven't, I haven't touched the Mars one yet. But uh, for anybody that's a fan of the Far Cry series, uh, Herc is in the Mars DLC. So oh. I'm excited to see what he's doing on Mars. But uh, so the first one is uh, it's like Hour of Darkness or whatever. So uh, it uh, takes place during Vietnam. And I think you're playing as... A random NPC that you ran into. I don't know if you ever ran into the guy, the guy that wants you to get the lighters. Yeah. Yeah, you remember yeah. that guy? I think you're playing as him as a kid. I don't know for sure. I meant to look it up, but I don't I think I think you're right. Yeah. But uh so anyways your chopper goes down and you gotta like get to the extraction zone. Mm-hmm. Now you can just haul ass there because it's not a big map, it's like one valley. Uh, I mean it's a big valley, but it's mm-hmm. you know it's just a valley. And uh you could go there by yourself and just say, screw everybody, and just run for the checkpoint. Or what you can do is you can break your guys out, and then once you break them out, they become like a companion character. The twist this time around, though, is is if they die, they're done. They don't come back. They mm-hmm. don't respawn. And by the time I made it to the end, no one was left but me. <laughs> I'd be sneaking around because it, it, it rewards you for stealth. Like, it gives you these buffs. Mm-hmm. So it's like you kill a few people in a row... Now all of a sudden you do like extra damage or something. I forget what the buffs actually were, but the, for the more people you kill without being seen, you get more and more and more buffs. Um, so they try and help you out, but there was just one part where I I'd rescued two of the guys and we were trying to break out the third one and then shit just hit the fan and everybody died <laughs> except oh, me. God. Yeah, I was like, no, nah. you know, being all dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, the end scene there is pretty cool. It's like uh, you're waiting for the extraction and you have like a real Rambo moment because like the whole army's coming at you, but you have like this big hill with machine guns and grenades and just you just mow down all of, all the I forget how they return all the Vietnamese people. VC VC yeah that's what they Viet call that's and uh, and then you know you get out of there and uh, there's no cutscenes they do kind of like Blood Dragon did if anybody had Blood Dragon where it's like a comic strip almost and, mm-hmm. and then they just voice over it so it's like that when they do uh, cutscenes but there's only I think two or three moments when they do that is there any um any sort of horror aspect into that to the hour of darkness no it was just straight up vietnam like there was hmm. no no monsters when i when i saw it was announced it seemed like they might go for a little bit of a horror tent i was wondering if they were going to too yeah. no it's it's real just like so you drop down and like you get away you know real quick and then you're sneaking through and you're killing these vc commanders and like releasing pow's and stuff like that and then there's all sorts of these like propaganda speakers that you can destroy like saying, you know, we, we've captured all your friends, come to us and you won't be harmed. Like a bunch of just not true information, you know, so they're trying to treat you. So it, it definitely felt just like a, I don't want to say genuine Vietnam experience because it was Far Cry. Nothing's too genuine about Far Cry. It's kind of crazy. But um, there wasn't any like horror or like super brutal stuff about it. It was just like down chopper pilot, grab your buddies and get out. It's, it's pretty cut and dry. Now the... Uh, the horror aspect that takes me to the next DLC though. I played the uh, night. What I can't even remember what the hell it's called. It's got a funny name. Hang on, let me look. Here. It's uh, Dead Living Zombies. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. This was not at all what I thought it was going to be. I thought like maybe you were going to crawl out of a bunker in Montana and like the nuclear 
like there was going to be a something that turned everything into zombies or whatever but uh that's not what it is so what it is is there's this <laughs> there's this guy called guy marvel right mm-hmm. and he's walking around oh, with yeah. these different movie producers and he's pitching these scripts for zombie movies and what it is there's five or six different levels and every level is like a different style of zombie movie and you just act out this uh this script you know and uh things will change like on the fly real quick while he's arguing with whatever director he's trying to pitch this project to so like <laughs> my favorite moment is and you'll like this is uh He's so he's trying to pitch it. He's like, I want it to just be straight up good, clean zombies. None of those crazy monsters or nothing. And then the director's arguing with him, and he's like, well, Why not a zombie bear? He goes, Well, fuck it. Why not a blood dragon? And then a blood <laughs> dragon pops up in front of you, and I'm like, Oh god. <laughs> so like, it's really funny. it reminded me of uh, kind of, and I, I know you didn't ever play uh, Tiny Tina's like Dragon Dungeons and Dragon Adventure for Borderlands or whatever. So as she was narrating the story, things would change in the world, and it's kind of the same thing in this. And uh, it, it's really, really cool. None of the stories take very long. Each one of them is about uh, maybe thirty minutes tops. Oh wow! So you can just kind of tear through That's it real really quick sure. in a couple hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're they're really really funny. And like these these, and he kind of he goes and he sees like the posh like artsy director and then the guy that only wants to make global you know glo- golden globe winning nominations and they just shit all over his ideas and stuff and then he gets to like the michael bay guy that's like how about we throw in a fucking explosion and then something <laughs> blows up so like it's it's really funny in that way and it was just it was really good it was a good time yeah that sounds like fun yeah um uh yeah i think i remember this was a guy marvel in the base game that's what I thought too. Was he was he familiar. the evil Knievel character? No, that's uh What the hell? Damn it, I can't remember that guy's name. The music when you play those things yeah. is so funny. <laughs> it's dude. So great. I uh, love those. Yeah. And the the little statues that you could what find. What the hell was his name? I can't remember. I'm gonna have it. Uh it's like Rex. Yeah, it was uh, Rex. Uh, damn it, what is it? It's it Rex is, something. It was like Rex. I can't remember life of me what it is, but um, yeah, I mean that sounds cool. I like short DLCs too. So Rex, no, no, Rex Colt was the name of uh, the blood. That's Blood Dragon. Dragon, Yeah. yeah. Um, What's his name? If you didn't play Far Cry Five, there's like this. There's these side missions, and it's basically uh, there's in in this world. There's an evil Knievel. Like, uh, he's basically Evil Knievel, but, like, crazy. <laughs> like, I know Evil Knievel is crazy, but, like, imagine Evil Knievel, like, just like, on coke or yeah, something. Yeah, the stunts and, you do Yeah, are just, you're, like, so crazy. Yeah, and it, they're so they're pretty funny, and they play, like, this custom music. And they, like, tell the story of, like, of, they're, like, yeah. like, he's, like, a man. It's like the Dose Case Man, if he yeah. drank, like... Budweiser and grew up in the hills of Montana. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> That's how they talk about him. It's Clutch Nixon. That's Clutch Nixon. Is. Yeah, Clutch Nixon. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's ridiculous. Uh, and I love those are my favorite side missions. They're too. so they're, fun. They're dude. really fun. Some of them were infuriating though. Oh, there's dude, one where you there's a wingsuit one that pissed me off. See, I didn't have yeah. any issues with the wingsuit one. It was the plane one, and then I you had to like fly through this canyon. Oh yeah, I through the, that and one. I yeah. clipped my wing on a damn tree every <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Forza and uh, Forza Four. 
Horizon 4. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many forts. There's so many forts. It's, ridiculous. it's getting a little silly now. Um, and I don't really have much to say about it. Uh, it's great. You know, it's Horizon 3, but better. Better. Yeah. Like, they just make improvements on it. it this one's a little... Uh, has uh, an online component to it where uh, you get to a certain... Like, you play through all the seasons um, at first... And I've gotten to that point. It probably takes 10 hours to get through all the seasons. You just win a certain amount. Not win, but basically just finish a certain amount of races and get enough popularity. And uh, it unlocks, after you get through all that, Horizon Life unlocks. And it's um, and then it becomes like this open world online. Like, uh, like your map's flooded with online players. And it's not annoying because they're all ghost cars. Or whatever, so, so like, you don't crash. You don't crash each other, okay. so you saying, can't troll. That was one thing that you really can chat me. though, and like, there's a big like James Bond component to the game. Really? It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. so- where like people are just saying like James Bond sayings, like shake and not stern all the time. Just it's all the actually time. kind of annoying. That's, yeah, but they also you can get like all the Bond cars, which oh, is pretty okay, cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. And um, no, the game's fun. I mean, Forza is like the king of racing, I guess now, and. Um, uh, yeah, I mean it's it's more it's more Horizon, you know, a little bit more of an online component. Um, I'm not a huge like car nut, uh, but I I love I love the Forza games and like if you liked Horizon Three, I mean, Four is better in every way, so far anyway. And, uh, uh, so I think it was Forza that I said. Are there like red barns that you can find that have like yes barn finds and they're they're cars in them? Is that yes. what it is? Okay. So I've been playing Need for Speed Payback, and it it hyped up this too. thing where yeah. like you can find these derelicts and they become the best cars in the game. Uh, there's only five of them. <laughs> it was like they hyped it up so much, and it was such a letdown. Because honestly, they're not uh, they're not that cool of cars no. to be cool. Like um, you know, some people might like some of them, but I feel like they're. They're the type of cool car that, unless that was your specific dream car, mm-hmm. you don't give a shit about it. Right. Like, one of them's a VW Bug, and yeah. then there's, like, a C10 Chevy pickup, <laughs> you know? Like, I unlocked uh, a... Uh, so there's... Oh, I think there's about 20 in Horizon 4. Are there? So a lot. What's kind of funny about the barn finds this year is... So you're in, a, like, an online... You know, you, uh, you, know, you play online with... with players if you mm-hmm. choose so if you look go to the map and you look for the barn finds it's just gonna be a bunch of players yes oh, that's the- yeah so it like makes it like easy, <laughs> easy. Yeah. yeah so it's kind of like i kind of like it that way because i always used to get i got so frustrated doing a barn i actually tried to find a uh i got drunk last night tried to find a barn find and i was driving in a circle <laughs> for 45 minutes before i'm like fuck this <laughs> that's great but um uh no, I, I like the barn finds, but like again, like I'm not a car guy, so it's like I unlock this like '84 Nissan, and it's like I, I bet somebody out there is right. freaking the fuck out, but like I just don't give a shit. It's another car to me. That's it. Yeah, but it's like, the same thing. There was yeah. a, a fair lady, a Nissan fair lady, you could unlock. And yeah, payback. And I know because my brother's a car guy, and mm-hmm. like I, I liked cars, for, you know, when I was in high school and stuff, and then I just kind of fell out of it, but. uh so I know that some people like they're like, oh my god, you know. Yeah. Like, to me, I'm just like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, why didn't you give me? You Basically, know? yeah. So you can get super like, obviously, everyone knows you can get super deep into like forces can get really semi, you know, simulation wise, <laughs> and then like, there's a huge upgrade component component to your cars and 
like I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm just trying to get as close to ten as I can. So it's pretty funny, <laughs> right. like because there's ratings, you know, for yeah. launch speed. I actually had a um, 1939 Chrysler is like a gangster car. Yeah, and I like put like a turbo in it and a new engine. <laughs> Thing fucking flies now. Yeah, but it's still horrible. Like you can't turn it. Like it does not like steer because yeah. it has so much power. <laughs> that's, uh, that's one thing. Uh, so Need for Speed Payback's kind of they've gotten kind of weird with it. I'm not gonna lie. So basically, there's different types of events. So there's like dirt events, there's drift events, and drag events. When you buy a car, you buy it for that specific event only. Mm-hmm. So when you're in free roam, you can drive whatever car you want. But like, if you wanted to do a drag race, you have to do it with a drag car. You can't use yeah. your drift car to drag race. Right. Which, at first, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, you know, because then it gives me a reason to use a different car. Right. Otherwise, I'm just going to pick my favorite car, and I'm right. only going to use that ever. Until I started trying to drive around my drag race car. <laughs> because your drag race car is obnoxious, even if it's a slow POS, that when you floor it... It pops a wheelie and it doesn't oh, steer dude. for shit. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, that's annoying. <laughs> my car is 300 horsepower. It's not gonna pop a wheelie. Like it's so, um, it's ridiculous. So actually, one of my biggest letdowns of the year uh, actually happened in Forza Horizon. Not the game's fault, my fault, or not even my fault. It's just my, I guess. But anyway, there's there's drag racing now in Forza, and I've been wanting drag racing. Yeah. Maybe there was in 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 the in the mainline series. Yeah. But I don't remember it. Um, but definitely not Horizon Three did not have drag racing. Yeah. And uh, I was like, fuck yeah, drag racing! Now I can just make a car like go fast, you know? <laughs> like, so I like I made a car to go fast and drag race. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be awesome. So I went and I drag raced, and I literally just hold R R two or whatever. Yeah. And just like or RT on the Xbox, I just hold it down and just, like, win. And it's like, oh, like, I, could, <laughs> like, I can't be beaten at this. Like, this, it's, like, kind of comical in a way. Yeah. Like, you go to the drag strip, and it's, like, there's, like, ten cars, you drag race, and I just win by, like, five seconds. And it's just like, well, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember Need for Speed Underground 2 oh, had so drag good, racing, yeah. and I thought it was so good. It was, uh, but th- yeah, the drag racing in uh, Payback... Because they finally brought drag racing back to Need for Speed. They didn't have it in the, in the last one I played. And uh, it's not as good as 2, but it's it's there. It's, it's a more modern version of 2, you know. Like, uh, it, it's not too bad. Um, like I said, just trying to drive your drag car around in free roam is super annoying. But the actual drag racing races are, mm-hmm. are pretty are pretty good. Um same with uh, the drift car. Driving, trying to drive the drift car around a free roam is ridiculous because anytime you go to take a turn, your car starts to slide all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so, really, you can't drive any of your cars in free roam except for your race car, which I, that one's just for like street, you know, like circuit races types, and that or uh, like your dirt track car because you know it can drive on pavement and stuff too. But any other car is like undrivable in free roam. <laughs> yeah. That's- uh, and another thing, like the way you so in Forza, you can like swap engines and do all that stuff like that, right? Yeah, because uh, I haven't played Forza since like Forza Two, so it's been yeah. a while. Yeah, but uh, I always remember thinking that was really cool. And Need for Speed now they they have like, gear cards, which is like this really weird thing. So you'll have you have like a drivetrain, a turbo exhaust, mm-hmm. manifold, you know, stuff like that, and you just unlock cards. To add, and they'll they'll be like numbered from like one uh, zero to yeah I don't know how high it goes like seventeen or something, and uh, and then there's like different brands and if you match the same brands 
for the different parts, then it gives you like a boost and every brand gives you a boost in like either in brakes or turbo or whatever. So like, it's really weird. It's like you get these cards with stats and you apply them to your vehicle and like, that's how you make it faster. Like it's, I don't know, like it's a, it's kind of a cool idea, but it's definitely a weird idea. It doesn't sound great. It's, 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 cause um, it's just roll the dice. Cause at the end of every race, you're presented with three cards right. face down and you just pick one. And you can buy some at like the tune shop or whatever, but it's always just luck of the draw what's in there. You yeah. Know? So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Um, yeah. I think you would like Horizon if you tried it. Um, yeah. it, it does give, it brings back like Need for Speed Underground vibes. Yeah. But it's just the, the racing feels different. And, um, I like the, the open world a lot better this this game because yeah. um the australia it felt in three it felt pretty bland it just kind of felt flat like there's a beach but this one has like mountains and stuff which is cool right like there's more of a variety of like what you're going through it's in britain yeah and um it is kind of funny like there's like these ancient abandoned villages in there and like this like super like old architecture from like the stone age yeah. and you just fucking rip through it and like destroy <laughs> all of it like i had my jeep like a big giant jeep just like run over an abandoned village that yeah. was like probably like super historic and it's just kind of funny like you just like you just cause chaos there's so many times where i like i'm just like who is like it just makes no sense like where are the cops Right. Like, this is, like, I know this is, like, <laughs> racing festival, right. but I'm literally going, like, 200 miles. Like, you can go, like, 180 miles, like, just in the middle of the field, like, smashing through cornfields and, like, smashing through stone walls. Right. And it's just, like, but it's 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 such a fun game. And um, I don't know how much long, more longer I'll play it, actually. Um, it's because other stuff's coming up. But it's, like, if you like racing games, like, it's the best one, probably, that you can play right now. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about Forza. Right. We beat a game. <laughs> it's my first platinum. Last month, yes. John's first platinum. My fifth. Um, which isn't even, like, that good. <laughs> but it's a lot better than John. So. Yeah. I don't play on PlayStation, to be fair, though. That's true. It's not your main console. Um, uh, tell me about Spider-Man. Spider-Man was like the greatest thing ever <laughs> i was just ear to ear grinning the whole time i'm playing this thing like it was my childhood fantasies come true like, uh it was so much fun and like i'm a huge comic book nerd uh i fucking i read everything i can get my hands on and it's, they they did the story so so well um and it's it was like an original take on the story too which i really liked like i'm tired of uh being told the same stories over and over, you know, with all the, like, between movie and game reboots and whatnot, you know, you're, usually you're just told the same generic story and some little minor details will be different. This is a completely, like, original new take on in it, the character, and it's it was really, really good. And, uh, like, the web-slinging is so much fun, it's, dude. Like, it's... The, I don't ever want to drive a car in a game again. Right. Want... <laughs> it, makes, it makes no sense, but, like... After I played Spider-Man, I was like, why can't every game have web sling? It's yeah. because you can't be Spider-Man in every game. But, like, <laughs> it is the most fun traversal mechanic 
ever. Ever. Yeah. 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 Like, me being hyperbolic again, but I think I'm not. Like, I, I think I it is yeah. the best. This time it I is think so much fun. Because uh, it's just, it, like, <laughs> they definitely captured, like, what I feel like it would be to move as Spider-Man, you know. Which is, it was a little weird at first, because there's no other game that does anything like that. Um, and, uh, you know, at first, <laughs> even with the fighting. So, like, the fighting and the traversal. So, the traversal didn't take too long to get good at. You know, you're like, oh, okay, this is how you do this, this, and this. All right, I got it. And traversal then, took me, like, five minutes. Yeah. And I felt like I mastered After two or yeah. three missions tops, yeah. you're a master yeah. at traversal. But the fighting took, I'd say it took me five, six, seven hours. Yeah, it took like, me it took at least me a, a fourth bit. of that game uh, to get in Because you can't fight, like... I mean, the game you want to compare it to is, like, Arkham, you know, because it's the only other popular, you know, well-done superhero game. But you can't fight like Batman because you're Spider-Man, you know? So I think it took me forever to realize that in fights, I should swing around. Yes. Like, I was just, like, boots planted on the ground trying to kick some ass, mm-hmm. you know, which you can, but it's a it's, lot harder yeah. than it should be. You know, you swing around, you know, tie a guy to a pole, throw a gadget at him, you know, like... Use your web shooters. <laughs> I think halfway through the game before I actually used my web shooters on a guy. It, unless it required, you know, because some bosses, like, you can't knock out until you, like, web them up or whatever. But That brings me to one of my only um, complaints about the game is the gadgets are pretty cool, but I never used them. And I switching to them is horrible. Switching to them was bad. I'll give yeah. You that. I did use... Cause you I only use the could, web shooters. You could have two of them. And then the, and the if grenade. You, if you tapped... Not the grenade, the one that sticks to them and floats up. Is that the grenade? Yeah, the trip mine. I'll use that, that too. That was great. That <laughs> trophy's a pain in the ass. It was... It was <laughs> I thought it was going to be a pain in the ass, and then I looked it up on YouTube, yeah, and it's so it easy. Too. You just wait. So what you do, if you're playing Spider-Man, you can't figure this shit out, <laughs> I'm going to help you right now. So there's a trophy. I don't remember what the name is. It basically, you have to use a trip mine to knock some guys out. All you do is in, like, your predator mode, like the Batman old style, where you're standing over them. Just look for two dudes standing there talking to each other. Shoot the trip mine onto one yeah. of their chests. It sticks to them, and it pulls them together and knocks them out. It's game. so easy. It's the, it's, a, it's, a, it's a game-breaking skill, almost. Like, like fucking... <laughs> so, I was sitting there forever, like, an hour and a half, two hours, trying to put it on the wall... Have two guys yeah, walk. Yeah, two guys walk at the same time across the trip mine. Never could do it. Like I was yeah. so pissed. So I finally looked it up, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I just, can just shoot it guy. on a guy." Yeah, it was ridiculous. Was like, of course. Yeah. And then I got it in like five minutes. Yeah, but... it takes no time at all once you figure it out. Yeah. But... But... Yeah, I was like shooting it on the floor, waiting for two guys to patrol. Yeah, like, to both walk by it, yeah. or like on the wall, or like yeah, it was. I was getting crazy with it, and I was thinking way um, too hard. Uh, my favorite gadget was the impact webs. Honestly. So the impact webs were the one where you'd hit them and it would just hit them and then they would just fly and stick to the wall. Oh really? Or stick to anything. Yeah. I see web shooters. No, I said yeah. impact webs was what I always had equipped, and then uh, I would switch to some other stuff, you know, in specific circumstances. But yeah, because you'd be fighting, you know, and another wave would be running out of the door. If you turned around and you shot that door, it would just hit that guy. And then if you upgraded it high enough, anybody else he bumped into would also get webbed. And so you'd stick, like, three dudes to the wall instantly. Yeah, just that's like that. cool. So, yeah, it was pretty badass. Um, how do you feel about the suits? The suits were really cool. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Some, I'm, I was a little let down because my favorite suit never appeared, but I feel like they're saving it for two. What suit is that? The the Venom suit, man. The black Spidey suit. I was oh, waiting yeah, for it, too. dude. Yeah. I was like, come on, where is it? There's so many black suits and in this I, game, though. I know. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't I was let down by yeah. any means. Because uh, I used the uh, 
by finishing uh, Black Cat's side missions, which she, she doesn't ever appear in the game until the DLC that yeah. comes out later this month, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some missions that are for her, uh, and I used that suit a lot. I liked it. It was pretty cool. What, what suit was your favorite? Well, my favorite suit was uh, actually Iron Spider from the, the uh, MCU. Yeah. Um, Infinity War, right? Yeah. That's that first one. Um, I don't know why, actually. I... I, I I cycled between that one and a uh, uh, Black Cat's one, because I think that was the best-looking black suit, yeah, and I yeah. like black suits. I actually had a thing where I would, it would just be like, it, oh, it's nighttime now, so I'm going to wear the black okay, suit. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so, um, I like the Iron Spider one, because the eyes glow mm-hmm. at night. Um, I get, all the suits are super sharp-looking. The one I actually like the most is, um, but I never wore once, because I don't think it would just, like, I like to... I like things that make sense in, like, context. Right. So, like, um, but my favorite one is uh, Noir, um, Spider-Man or whatever. That, that suit is real suit fucking cool. Really cool. I'd never... And he has a gun. Do you notice that? Yeah. Yeah, he's a pistol. Because uh, <laughs> I, I'd never heard of the Noir Spider-Man. You're right. as big of a yeah. nerd as I am, because I guess it's a little bit... Of, it's kind of just a one-off story. Uh-huh. It's, it's, you know, it's like four or five issues or something like that. Um, I looked it up, because I was like, oh, it sounds like an interesting, you know, type mm-hmm. of character. <laughs> To get a trade, which a, a trade is like, you know, if a comic's four or five issues, they yeah. put them all, bundle them together, so it's like a little miniature book. Uh, I, f- the cheapest I found one on eBay was for like eighty dollars. Oh my god! It was. I was like, well, I'm never reading that. Um, <laughs> but it was ridiculous. Um, one of the more interesting suits that, like I said, I never wore it, but it, it was pretty crazy. Was the uh, like the Ghost Rider one? Oh what yeah, was that, that was I was like, crazy. what the shit? <laughs> Yeah, it was nuts because it doesn't show you what they are until you unlock them. Yeah. And then once you unlock them, then you can see the suit. And, uh, yeah, it was nuts because, like, you're you're all white. (laughs) You're in this all-white suit, and then you've got this black spider on your chest, and then his head's on fire. (laughs) I was watching a uh, 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 Easy Alley YouTube video where they reviewed all the suits. Yeah. And uh, the guy said... uh, um, about the skull one in particular he's like this one's really cool like it's pretty badass but when you go into like cutscenes, his mouth don't move mouth <laughs> oh, doesn't really? move with it and like and when you're swinging around it's just weird to listen to him like quip while he has like this big skull head so yeah uh, that one like a- a- any suit that like would take me out of like the game itself the story or whatever i was like he wouldn't wear this at this time right yeah. so like um what was your favorite power associated with the suit? My dude, Web Blossom, all the way. So never used it, and <laughs> yeah. I hear everyone like I say that is the best Blossom. one. Yeah. Is by like there never was used it. there were so many cool powers. I was kind of bummed you can only use one. Mm-hmm. But Web Blossom to me, because I feel like where the other ones came in handy, I didn't need them. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Web Blossom was like my, oh crap, I'm being overwhelmed and I need a second to regroup. So I hit Web Blossom real quick because even if it doesn't stick them to a wall or whatever. They're tied up for a minute, so then I can kind of like regain my composure, rethink, you know, how to come at the, you know, whatever, and then you know, just buy me a second. So it was kind of like my panic button. <laughs> um, I like the uh, so my favorite like aesthetically like, pleasing one is the spider arms from Iron Spider. Yeah, that come out of your back. You can like fucking hit guys with it. <laughs> and I also like um, uh, my favorite one to use use was the because uh, I never used Web Blossom, just never got to it. The problem, I didn't use a lot of the powers because, like, it's like, oh, I don't want to wear that suit, so I didn't even think about looking at the power. Oh, I know yeah, you can, I know you can you switch, can but whatever. Yeah. But my, the favorite one I used was the uh, electric. 
I can't remember what suit was electric punch where I, like you could electrocute yeah. like thirty guys at once. <laughs> I almost it's so switched useful. to that one. It's really useful. a dozen times, yeah, yeah, but I just couldn't let go of whip blast. <laughs> yeah, it's super useful. Um, yeah, I mean it's such like the, so video games. I have a hard time uh, connecting like emotionally to video games. Like I can every other movie can make me tear up. Like yeah. I, I, like it doesn't take much in a movie. <laughs> video games it takes a lot. Spider-Man is the second game ever to make me feel something. That, I feel you, man. I am borderline sociopath. Like, I don't cry yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, even at the end of Spider-Man, man, I was like, oh, God. God yeah. Punched me right we in the feels. No, we won't spoil it. But my gosh. It's, the tri- it's worth it, man. The, the journey is worth it by it's far. It's a great story. It's and uh, it's a quick game. Like, if you don't care about the side missions, oh, which yeah, I highly can... recommend because some of the most fun side missions I've ever played are in Spider-Man. Like yeah. The ones with the, uh, the biker gang. I won't ruin the, biker gang. the bad oh, guy. Oh, yeah. 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 But uh, there's an so optional, much fun. There's an optional yeah. boss fight yeah. that you can miss. And uh, there's a, the only side mission I didn't like was the college students. Yeah, that one was a little yeah. annoying. But it, it wasn't the hard, ones. though. Like, so no, I no. It was so just much, like... You know? like there's no really payoff no, to it. it was, no. And it was something like, why are you calling Spider-Man for this? Like, yeah. Just call the fucking cops. Like, I did like... <laughs> I did... I, I honestly liked... The pigeons. The, it was so funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then it is so sad again at the end. At I the end, yeah. it hits you. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, because, so anyway, spoilers for the next three minutes on a Spider-Man side, side mission, because yeah. I need to spoil something. Um, so there's these pigeons that this old homeless guy has. He's, like, on top of a roof, and, like, he loses all of them. And you think, like, you know, conventional wisdom is like, this is just a weird homeless guy yeah, you know just whatever like pigeon like you see pigeon guys movies. so you find all the pigeons anyway there were his wife's pigeons who's died yeah who got away and it's like jesus he, he, he's like yeah this is a like i feel like these are the only oh, pieces he, of her i left because it, it's like oh they, man what happened was is he he didn't used to be homeless mm-hmm. so that they were they what did what do they call it when they they corporatized yeah. his building or yeah. whatever so they basically forcibly evict him and mm-hmm. they just threw all his shit away so the next thing you know, he's homeless. And All so, those pigeons are gone. And then they opened the pigeon coop that was yeah. on the roof of the building he used to live in. So that, yeah, it, yeah. it was like, but you spend, you know, a couple hours chasing down all these damn <laughs> Some pigeons. of them are pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. some of them are hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. you definitely need some traversal skills to tackle those pigeons. Yeah. I was, I was surprised. Um, yeah. And then that's basically the just that side story. The black cat side missions are pretty I, I liked them a lot of I people like i hear a lot of complaints about them but i actually <laughs> liked looking around yeah and, it, and it's just i liked them a lot because it was a way to finally s- stop and be able to like look at the city yeah you're always, always moving so quick that you never you never really get a chance to like like um, and it looks really good yeah, yeah you get you never have a chance to like uh you know take it all in yeah kind of which isn't like that's not a complaint whatsoever no. but um no, because you could just stop and take it in. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, the one, one time I did take it in it was it was so there's a trophy for like high fiving ten people. Yeah. It's kind of an annoying trophy, especially if you don't high five anyone throughout Through the, the whole game. game yeah. So at the end of the game, I was just walking the streets, <laughs> just waiting they de- for. The they prompt definitely to come made up. it. That was the only thing that I felt like they lied to about is they were like, "Oh, you're going to be able to interact no. with the city." Yeah. And the way they presented it, it was like you were going to be able to take selfies with people and high five people and whatnot and. You can't even high five everybody. You basically have to walk around until somebody runs up wanting a high five. So, yeah, that one 
it was slightly annoying just because like it shouldn't take as long as it should for a little trophy um so here's a question what bad guy that didn't show up in this one do you hope shows up in the next um, one see I'm not like I'm, I'm not like again I'm not a Spider-Man expert whatsoever so I, know, I probably put you on the spot there yeah the, <laughs> the one I wanted to see I can't say that either that's a spoiler um, yeah let's stay the one the that big, I wanted big, to big show guys, up showed yeah. up the one, yeah, okay. Um, and then I, there was a couple. I don't even want to say the names of it. I don't know how pe- how sensitive people are. There was a certain bad guy that I didn't like the portrayal of. There was a couple of them, and it's not. Used. It's um. Oh, I guess this is in the trailer. So. Yeah, I mean the, Scorpion. That, I didn't like Scorpion's portrayal. No, he, Scorpion was it. really lame. Yeah. Um, I did like the Rhino. I, thought I did like Rhino's. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I did like Rhino's character. Yeah, and I, I was with a question about that. This is dumb. This is really dumb. But why does a Rhino just lose weight? <laughs> I don't and know. And then man. he like could get his like <laughs> just, just stop being Jack. I guess. Like, I don't know. you but. can't just stop being Jack. <laughs> it's all about the games. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, no, I don't know. I think it's, like, grafted to... It's, it's hinted that it's, like, grafted to his skin. So even yeah. if he lost the weight, like... It would probably be terrible, because if he lost too much weight, it would just rip his skin from his body. Mm-hmm. You don't want that to happen. Yeah, and then, <laughs> well, I mean, things happen yeah. in the game, and it's fantastic. But I wanted to... Another collectible that is really cool are the um, the backpacks. Yeah. So at first, like you think they're just like, oh, you have to find these 50 backpacks, like any game, you yeah. know. And it's just, but the backpacks are really cool. You find a backpack, and it's like a one one particular. Uh, he finds a, a vial of sand, and he's like, um, so you find this backpack like on a wall. They're usually like on building walls or wherever. Yeah, and they beep when you're close, but they also show them on the map because he put them there when he was a uh, when he was younger. Yes, yeah. you've been Spider Man for like <laughs> six or seven years. At and this then point. funny thing, there's context for why he has fifty backpacks. He won a. Um, he won like a science competition, Os- Oscorp science competition, where he won a lifetime supply of backpacks. Yeah, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. But one of them, he finds it's a vial of sand, and he's like, um, in the backpack or whatever, and he's like, I'm still unsure if I open this, if Sandman will return. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. Um, funny. Peter Parker is super like this portrayal of him is the best. I maybe my favorite um, yeah, in terms yeah. of like. Uh, Ever, I guess he's you know, super likable. Yeah. You really like him, and uh-huh. they do the character really, really well. So, uh, my <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's good stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that's all about Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's what you wanted it to be. You know? Yeah, like I'm not was. let down whatsoever. No. It's I was 100 percent. Was not. I would admit I wasn't like over the moon excited about it. Um, I lost my shit when I saw a Spider-Man trailer for the first time. Yeah, I was pretty excited <laughs> then too. But like, uh, I just like leading up to it, I was like, I don't know. I wasn't. I just wasn't like. I guess I wasn't really super anticipating it. But then, which probably was a good thing. Then it really blew me away. Yeah. Like it's it's one of the best games of the year for sure. Um, uh, yeah, play Spider-Man. I, there's a, so much I want to talk about, but we just can't. Uh, there's a lot of. There's a lot of stuff that happens. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything because yeah. the story is really, really so well good. done. So yeah, I, I don't want to. Yeah, other than the web slinging, I think the story is probably the second 
the best thing in that game. For sure. Which is crazy because the story's really good. Um, yeah. It's a really good Spider-Man you story. You know, one thing, I honestly wish there was a few more side missions. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was a little light on side missions. Light. They were all super, super <laughs> good, so I guess like, I can't complain too much. But I wish I mean, there was a, f- a handful more. There's a couple... Um, We'll talk probably openly about this game, you know, at some point. But because yeah. I mean, we still have DCs coming out, and then you know, once it's been out for a while, and more people have played it, we're yeah. talk about it some more. But um, yeah, like uh, there's, I just freaking lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> God damn it! How was I gonna say? Yeah, Spider Man's a good game. Um, no, no, what I was gonna say. Uh, oh yeah, the no, now I know. There's, uh, like, once you play Spider-Man, if you haven't, and then you beat Spider-Man, there's, you can see the obvious, like, where you go next in a sequel. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's, uh, I'm not going to say that they, like, left things out, because I don't think they did. No, the story's completely wrapped up. It's just, like, But, a- like, it feels like, not even, like, story-wise, but, like, I guess a little bit story-wise, but gameplay-wise, it's so hard to talk about, but, like, it's just, there's so many obvious things you can go to. Yeah. That they didn't go to, but they hinted at, yeah. and it's like, oh, you know, we're saving this for later. So, um, yeah, it's it, it's great. Everyone should play it. If you have PS4, there's no reason not to. I mean, it's one of the best games of the year, and probably one of the best games of the generation so far. Yeah, I um, agree for sure. So, uh. Yeah. So what are you excited for for the rest of the year? Red Dead. <laughs> What's Red Dead? I don't know what it is. Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh man. Yeah. So, Sounds interesting. It's a you know cowboy game. Oh here. really? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I'm super pumped for it. Every single day, I hop on YouTube and I type in Red Dead Redemption Two, and just see what new videos out because I can't get enough. Like I'm going crazy. Which is so funny, because when it was first announced a few years ago, Matt lost his shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll probably play it, but yeah. whatever. But now I'm so pumped that I can't even stand it. Like I, <laughs> So I took a week paid vacation off to play uh, Assassin's Creed, because it's ancient Greece, and I'm a nerd about ancient oh, Greece. Did you? And then I'm also taking another week paid vacation off to play Red Dead. Using up that vacation. I am, dude. <laughs> And then I won't have any more, and I'll be pissed later when I need yeah. it. But whatever, you know? you got to do what whatever. you got to do. But uh, I think the thing I'm most... The reason I'm looking forward to it the most is because it looks like the world reacts to you on, like, a ridiculous level mm-hmm. from what I've seen. Now, sometimes, you know, they promise things, and they show you things, and then a game comes out, and it's not true. So we'll, we'll see and talk more about it once it actually comes out. But from what I've seen from you know gameplay trailers and you know reviews from people that have actually got a chance to play it it sounds like just like on a whole another level because you know people always talk about an immersive world and a reactive world and you know it's true to some degree but like I, it seems like this one's going to be like it's going to take that to the next step and which is exciting because if it does then other people will follow and then we'll get you know better quality worlds for the games that we play so yeah i'm yeah, the Red Dead is probably, I would I would say, Fallout. Um, I was really excited for Fallout Four, like really excited for Fallout Four. I was extremely disappointed by Fallout it, Four. It was, yeah. But um, really excited for Fallout Four. 
about as excited as I thought I could get for a game. And then Red Dead was announced, and it's like, holy <laughs> shit. I'm, Red Dead Redemption is probably one of my, you know, it's top five, probably in favorite games of all time. It's so, it's so good. I love, I'm a sucker for westerns, too. I mean, I love westerns, and, um, yeah, it's just, it, it seems like, in a way, it seems more mature than Grand Theft Auto, always. Like, it's, it's more grounded, even though, like, it technically, like, takes place in the same sort of... In the same world. In the same world, I guess. But, um, uh, I'm super excited. I really can't speak too much about it, honestly, because I don't know anything. You've been going I've blacked out. (laughs) You've been doing the opposite Um, of me. Yeah. (laughs) So, like... everything I can. Yeah, yeah, I can't really, I can't really speak on it. Um, but there's something I can speak on is, uh, Hitman 2. Um, I'm a massive stealth game fan, and I'm a massive Hitman fan. I mean, I played I, I guess I didn't play Hitman 1 Agent Codename yeah, Agent 47 yeah. or whatever but I've played every other Hitman or yeah and uh, uh, I think uh, Hitman 2016 was fantastic game yeah, you started playing it last year right? I did yeah I, I came to it late but uh, I loved it it was so much fun yeah. uh, I was kind of bummed that I didn't get into it when the rest right, of the right. world did yeah, <laughs> but uh, I lucked out to where they just started redoing the elusive contracts right after i started playing yeah so it was uh, i did get a chance it's to a great part about do the that game. it was it was such a fun thing and if you don't know the elusive contracts are like this so they'll it'll be the same maps that you play through the story but then mm-hmm. they'll drop a random npc somewhere and like your mission is to kill that specific you know target and, and you only have one you only get one chance like, to do it yep and um you only have like 48 hours of like real time to, to do it otherwise it just it just goes away yeah and once it's gone it's gone it's gone yeah and for good once if whether you win or fail you never get to try it again so even when they re-brought them out this this second time if you tried and either completed or failed it the first time you didn't get a retry it so it was just for people that that didn't take a shot at it mm-hmm. more or less or yeah. weren't playing the game yet yeah so like just Hitman 2 I hope it's more of that um, I know there's going to be a co-op element to it too Oh, is it? Yep. That's super exciting. That. That's pretty awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for Hitman too. I'm I'm excited to see where that story goes. It kind of ended with a mysterious yeah figure and a sniper scope, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know. I I think um, I love that. I'm so glad that studio still exists after what Square did. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for Hitman too. Other than you know, other than Red Dead. Hopefully I'm done with Red Dead by then, but I'm definitely not going to rush through Red Dead, so who knows? No. Hey, man's going to have to lie where it lays. And so, so I, uh, Red Dead will probably be the last last new game that I play this year. I'm just going to sit back, soak it in. Yeah. It. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a few other things I'd like to to, to get to, but um, is there any interest level at this coffee table of Fallout? <laughs> Fallout? Fallout 76. Uh I'm intrigued by it. I don't know if I'm interested yet, but uh, I just don't know what it's going to be yet, you know? Uh, If it legitimately is like a really cool, really well done Fallout world with just other people running around, that sounds like something that could be pretty cool, especially if you want to hop on with a friend, you know? I don't know how co-op friendly it'll be, you know? Whereas if maybe... 
you can grab the same quest or if every or if it's more like uh the older scrolls where like you can party up and do the same but everybody has to do everything to actually you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i doubt though you'll be able to party up but i don't you know i don't know i just don't know anything about it to be honest yeah with you. so until i know more i i don't know they've been pretty like i know that beta's coming out I think yeah it's the end of this month they've been pretty uh vague on like what the actual the game actually is so yeah yeah i don't know i i'm not gonna play it probably (laughs) Um, i was so disappointed in four and not that four is a bad game it just was so it was basically a uh just i mean it was like three it it was too familiar to three honestly it felt like i was playing the same game with better graphics it felt like i mean in my opinion it felt like they needed to go a different direction entirely of like maybe starfield should have been that that game You know, that yeah. game should have been Starfield. I'm super intrigued, which is funny because I know even less about Starfield than I do <laughs> 76, Fallout 76, but I'm... Right, yeah. But I, long it, I love so. space, though, so um, Yeah, I mean, there's a few other, like, the Call of Duty games, the Battlefields, we're probably both... We're not playing Call of Duty. Yeah, I'm hard passing on Call of Duty. Battlefield, mm-hmm. I'll probably play Get sometime eventually. next year. Um, I don't know. There's a game at the end of November I'm super intrigued by... I want to play a lot, but I'm not going to play it until I beat the side. One is um, Darksiders 3. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the Darksider games are always really, really interesting. Like, I wanted to play them so bad when they came out, and I'm not really sure why I didn't. You know, Finally, there was, a, there was a deal to buy both of them, and I bought them you know, a few months ago. But I've only gotten... I don't know halfish ways through the first one. You know, there's just there's been a lot of really cool big games coming out lately, and I just haven't had time. But it's definitely I'll definitely play it eventually because I love the uh, little crazy world they're setting up where all the horsemen are coming back and whatnot. You know, and for those of you who don't know, every game you play is a different horseman of the apocalypse. So the first one you play is war, second one you play is death. But they kind of mixed it up on the third one because you play Fury. Fury, which. For those of you that aren't super into the Bible, that's not one of the horsemen. So <laughs> no, I think I, I mean for for purposes of like a, a, a video game, you don't really want to play as like a, a disease. I was just know? about to say that you don't want to play as like pestilence, pestilence. <laughs> or famine, What's where you just famine? walk around and starve everybody. So, yeah, 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 it's just like so. I, I get it. it, it yeah, it so, makes sense. But yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, the, I played Darksiders. Um, uh, in August, I think, and uh, it's the first time I played it, and I was playing it, and it was, you know, having a really good time. I really like it. Um, I think you should go back and play it if you like, you know, character action, God of War type games. Yeah, but yeah. what shocked me about Darksiders is I played it, and I was like, holy shit, this is a lot like um, God of War 2016, or 2018. And, um, like, the structure of it, all of it is super similar. And it's like, wow, they, like, made a Darksiders game and just, like, put $100 million into it. And, <laughs> right, like, it was way more polished. And, for like, sure. way better, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, the structure is really similar. And it's, like, a, it's almost, you know, it's a little bit like Zelda in a way. In a weird, it's like Zelda God of War. Which sounds like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> but um, if you like the new God of War you'll like Darksiders less, but you'll like it, you know? Yeah. Like, like it, well, it's, it's not as good as that, but it's like, it's almost, it feels like that's where that structure came from. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really well done. Uh, 
like you said, yeah, if you like God of War or those types of games, then mm-hmm. Darksiders, it's, it's an interesting story and the, the gameplay isn't, you know, for especially for being an old game, isn't super terrible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good one. You should check it out if you haven't. Um, it's pretty much it. I feel like it's almost kind of light the rest of the year. Um, yeah, there's not much uh, coming out. There's not there's not too much. I mean there I mean there is, but there's just stuff that we're per- interested in. It's it's not it's only two or three games. Um Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be keep turning. Um That's probably where we'll wrap it up. Uh Yeah, so we're just going to basically be doing this bi-weekly come out every two weeks that's what bi-weekly means and um <laughs> and uh yeah we're just basically talk about the games we play and you know some some news if there's huge news there's a there's a few big news stories but i mean we're already at two hours so i don't want to get too much longer yeah we can probably talk about those next time yeah we can talk about them next time i'm sure there's more stuff will happen um next i mean the only thing i promise the next episode we will talk about our favorite horror games of all time yes and um and we'll be, you know, it'll be, we'll be just getting into some other stuff. It won't be the Red Dead episode. That'll be the episode after that. So, um, we're going to have a super deep dive in Red Dead. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, we might actually do a spoiler cast eventually for Red Dead. So that'll be fun. But, um, yeah, this is just kind of a fun thing we're trying out. And, and uh, we just like to talk about video games. So we just decided to record ourselves talking about video games. Yeah, right. And if you have a suggestion for a better name than the video game podcast or um what was it? Pixel Quest or whatever. Pixel Quest <laughs> or, or Pixel Quest. Two douchebags talking about video games or anything, you know, anything. Let us know. We'll we'll change it like yeah. and you can be the proud namer of of uh yeah. Or if you make music, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. If you make music, you can you can make an intro for this. So that'd be cool. So whatever. Yeah. It's a good time. Um, we'll just be talking about video games, chilling. And sometimes it won't always be the games that we can play, because if you're doing it bi-weekly, obviously we can't play that many. We actually have to work. So um, That's true. Sometimes yeah. it'll, we'll just be talking about, like, next week our favorite horror games, you know, or yeah, just be, yeah. like, sometimes reminiscing like, about some old games. There's know? not a lot of stuff happening from here until the next episode, so, I mean, it's not... I mean, I'm sure I'll be playing... I think there's two... I'll be... I know I'll be talking about Metro Last Light next week and Resident Evil Remake, but um, other than that, I'm not probably that's all I'll probably play. And um, but I'm super excited to play those games, and um, it's a good time of year to play those games. So um, yeah, so I mean, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, it should be a fun fun deal we, we have going, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>